we need to choose foci. Every sphere you have, choose a focus. This is oh. how your mind processes casting within this focus. Uh, I saw you picked a bunch. You might want to rethink them. Because I have to keep well, them, like, hidden? or Well, because this is the only way you cast until you buy them away. And it's always going to be something meaningful you, to you towards that. So what this means is... I thought you said that ability went away when you got three points. Okay, let me, let me go into it. It does. Okay. But to start off with, like, you have your... What was the... The Mr. T change for Prime. Anytime yeah. you want to cast a Prime spell, you have to use these uh, chains. Somehow stroke them. They give you the focus on okay. what this means to you, how this magic works. Okay. Which is fine, but these would be your chains. If they're ever off or lost or stolen, you're SOL. you got to pay lots of XP to be able to cast anything in that again. Because okay. they're unique. Now, if it was something like uh, Order of Hermes is uh, like formula or Language. Mm -hmm. Now I notice you have like you have like four in language, so that could be one of them. You have the, That's why I'm looking at natural language. There we go. That could be this spell requires me to say these words. Mm -hmm. You know, like the Harry oh, Potter when he waves the wand, he says something specific. That you know can't be lost unless you forget the language. Okay. And it's not unique. Now, every time you use a focus, you you. Uh, your difficulty is reduced by one. So okay. it's a lot easier when you're using a focus. But if your focus for uh, life is a dream speaker thing where you do go into a trance, that's going to take hours. So is it worth doing it or not? When you buy it off, you don't have to use the focus anymore. But you, if you do use the focus anyway, you still get that reduced difficulty. Okay. So it's, it's worth picking a focus that's handy, Useful and roleplay-wise means you can explain what this means to me as far as this kind of magic goes. Uh, the disadvantage with language would be if you can't talk, you can't cast. Uh, the other thing is, you know, hand signals. Same thing. If you can't, it's it's like in D and D, it has the you the have the, the verbal, the somatic. material, and the the somatic. Somatic. So if you're gagged, you can't use somatic spells. It's that kind of thing. Uh, okay. I mean, the only one I really could think about replacing would be the Fancy Tankard. The Sword Cane kind of makes sense to be, like, upper class. I'd have a cane, just kind of cool thing. And the Mr. T-Chains, I only have one in Prime, so I thought you said that means I can only see it. I can't cast anything right. from Prime. Right, but you can't change your focus either, so when you get three in Prime, you're still bound to the chain. Fine to me. I remember a lot of stuff can take multiple stuff, so you've only got one in Prime, but you've got, say, three in Life. Mm -hmm. That might let you... Say, uh, uh, I don't know, make something small run around. You would need to use both foci if I remember the rules mm -hmm. correctly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You'd have to have them handy, and I mean, you don't have to. Every time you don't have to describe. Well, I, I find the right bangle hanging off this chain and then use it. Okay. But you you know, it's a wolf, I think. Do you have a connection to your foci? Like, if you, if it's <laughs> You're, one of yours is the baby. Well, like, his, his chain would what? be unique, so it is a connection, and if it's gone, it's gone, and it's it's really hard to get oh, a replacement. Like, would he be able to, would just, does it, because there's a connection, does it help him find it again? Like, can he, like, use it to... Like, I, I left I, it in my hotel room, I can tell where it is, kind of thing, like... 
Okay. You might be able to cast another spell that'll help you find it. Yeah, like, uh, honestly, the tankard is the only thing I would think of replacing them. Then you just get, like, a fancy, like, family signet ring. Okay. So that, that'd be okay. the only other thing that I, I could... That, think. too, would be unique. Yeah. Which... But, I mean, the jewelry kind of fit, fits his upper standing, so it wouldn't be that strange to be decked out in okay. jewelry. Okay. The tankard just might be, like, this is my special cup. Everybody has their special <laughs> cup in their car. This is my special cup. So after you decide your focus for each sphere... Uh, for each point above one in Arite, you can make one unnecessary. If you still need to decide what it is, take off. I'm going to go put him in bed. Okay. All right. I'll be back. So what, what are the points for merits? I have to have extras, or do I have to... Uh, uh, the merits and freebies, or the merits and flaws go into your freebie points. So flaws give you points to your freebie points, which you can use to buy stuff, or you can use them directly to purchase merits. Because Maris would be fun. Didn't we spend all those points before? You probably spent all yours, yeah. Okay. So so if I wanted natural linguist, I need to give myself a flaw worth two points so I even out. Or again. find something to, to drop out to give you two points, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I want to have one flaw, one... Yeah, it, 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 it makes sense to even them out that I way. I think you two, your freebie points were spent yeah. on RJ and one point in Sphere. Yep. Which is why I'm looking for a perfect even out. Just two, two, two merit, two flaw, or two points. Let's see what other things catch my fancy. Strangeness. Considering all those really crazy birds, somehow that one seems like a perfect flaw. That you just strike people as strange? No, reality is a slightly stranger for you. Once per game session, the storyteller can choose one of your spears, pick an effect at random, and roll a bizarre coincidental effect. <laughs> if the roll succeeds, something unusual involving the spear will happen for no apparent reason. For instance, a mind three could result in the mage getting a visit from a telepathic dog, picking up a Mexican radio station in his head, or hearing stray thoughts of a passing serial killer. Well, that's going to happen to you anyway, so... Weirdness, man. <laughs> so I just always fun to click. So do I get bonuses yes. if I choose that as a flaw? I mean, given all his birth mods, that just seems that just makes complete sense to have. That would be fun for me. I don't know if it'd be fun for you. That's your choice. Eh. Cursed is the only other one. <laughs> That fits you too. So I mean, I mean, he had those ridiculous like I I was like maxing out the birth mods where it was like roll again, roll again, well, roll again. Unusual birth circumstances almost sound like a curse, you know. Yeah, that's what, that's why I was thinking cursed or strange, but those are the only two flaws that I've run past at the point. Curse or blessing, depending on who looks at it. Yep. Depending on who's hurt and who's uh, uh, benefited by it. You are haunted by a ghost. It actively dislikes you and enjoys making your life miserable. I think you were going to get it up that anyway. Yeah, <laughs> Probably. That should be earned just through game. game Large time. <laughs> that, that seems kind of linguisty. Hmm. Have bard's tongue. You speak the truth uncannily, so things you tend to say come true. 
This is not a facility for blessing or cursing or an effect that can be ruled by any conscious control. However, once per story, an uncomfortable truth regarding in any current situation will appear in your head and come out of your lips. To avoid speaking prophecy, the owner of this gift must expend a will point power and take a wound level from the strain of resisting. Uh, so the, well, at least X didn't happen. Yeah. <clears throat> and Tana says, well, uh, now's the point where you either pay a will and get hurt from holding it back or it does. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it kind of seems fitting at the same time because it covers that curse, but I'm not sure. The strangeness seemed more fun. <laughs> Vampire. Insane mentor. <laughs> uh, did you take any marital flaws? I need to look at the list. Is your mentor somebody specific, or huh? was that something you just kind of chose? No, we each, we each have our own. I don't think we got two years. No, because we, we have a teacher that Tom has prepared for us, but it's not necessarily a uh, mentor. It may just be a professional relationship. Yeah, I think he said if you put points in mentor, they're going to be more buddy-buddy with you, be, well, have more of an active interest. Well, because with the, the I think curses, we have different ones, too. Yeah. The curses and stuff that I ended up with, I remember I had the whole mom and dad try to kill you at birth. And then, like, halfway down it said your parents love you. And then it was following your dad's footsteps. So, mom still doesn't like me, but dad's okay. It was so, only your mom that tried to kill her. Yeah. So, dad might be mentor, and then your mentor dislikes you? No, your mentor is someone is someone taught me to. Okay. So, it wouldn't be family. Okay. What? I, I'm just... Well, I don't know. It was, uh, it was whatever he had planned. Like, Jason's was that... That... Uh, that Gadget guy. The, yeah, the... Um, the trade school, the, the, the renegade, yeah, the <laughs> renegade uh, AC fixer, and mine's someone in school, or the teacher. It's it's probably somebody who's just running a like a community uh, community college program using yeah. using their facilities, a workshop. You know. Yeah, so you just find and say, yeah, I know a lot about this. I'll just run a class. One of the, one of those kinds of people. No, well, there's a merit for having a mansion. I'm pretty sure I'd already have one of those, but that might fit. Just need to find something about. There's no tires. Yeah, short. Somebody could be a midget. A mansion, a nightclub, let's see. Be part of the church or a bit major business? Final marks, you could look like an animal. <laughs> Bad sight, deformity, lame, monstrous. Ooh, degeneration, ouch. <laughs> Double jointed. Hunted. I'm allergic to something. We didn't deal with backgrounds, did we? 
not a whole lot. Okay. I, I just flipped to that page, and I'm like, do I need a background? Hmm. That was one of the things you could you could purchase. You got some. Okay. Like you needed a, a one in arcane or one in avatar, I think, or some in avatar. Like I've got uh, one in arcane, some in avatar, one in resources because college student, and then two in library. Mm-hmm. I'm on marks. <laughs> yes, I'm a rat mage. I look like a rat. It upsets people. Is that what yours is? No. That is just an example. Oh, okay. Put him as an animal, you just trying to make these animal. I got the, the PDF up on here. Oh, you moose. Hmm. Oh, you did? Yeah, it's, it's probably got a slightly different list of ones than over there, but okay. I just need four points. Alright. Four points of flaw or merit? Flaw. Well, all right, let's yeah. go through and check out the flaws. Uh, addiction comes in one or three point flavors. That's not really... Uh, a defective sense. Hmm. Uh, a two point penalty to all rolls involving the flawed sense. Hmm. Uh, short. You're four and a half feet tall or less, which I don't think makes sense to your guy. No. Uh, disfigured, you know, horribly ugly. Honestly, one, primal marks is one of the best flaws, but I, I'm just sitting there thinking, would it be an animal or a god, like, with his strangeness? Cthulhu. <laughs> My primal marker's Cthulhu. Yeah. That would end badly. <laughs> Tentacle chin, yeah. <laughs> uh, disfigured, you uh, one ear or eye. Primal marks, yeah. You you have you may have an avatar of primordial essence, or some totem or something, and you look like whatever animal it is in reference to. Or well, if, or or you know if it's Thor, you look you know people look at you and think Thor. That guy looks like Thor. Yeah. <laughs> well, then then it ha- then it goes on to say like it. Um, Primal marks would be like Wolverine. Yeah, uh, it's like it. Uh, if your avatar ha- has a legendary enemy, most of them do. I'm like, if I, if I choo- choose to look like Thor, I can almost guarantee I will be has- harassed by Loki. Yep, or, or whoever's got that for Loki. Yeah. Or anybody who likes ice giants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and Although get- that, would, that would kind of make sense. I'm. Oh, can you look up where Netherlands is, just so I can correct my mental map in my head? Sure, Northern Europe. Yeah, I kept putting it next to, like, Scandinavia, like, just one of those yeah. islands off its edge. It's up there. I know. <laughs> like I kept thinking, I'm like, I'm a Viking. Maps or Netherlands, or I could just go to Wikipedia. Oh dang! I thought it was for the north. Yeah, see, that's what I'm thinking. That's in the mainland, right? Yeah, it's right between Germany and the UK. Yeah. For some, yeah, that's for something. I was thinking up closer, like Norway and whatnot. Because oh, Scandinavia is where, like, that yeah, nice. where right? Amsterdam is. Yeah, right next to Belgium. Huh? Scandinavia is up north. Yeah. yeah. Which is why why I kept thinking yeah, I'm a Viking. Yeah, yeah Norway, Finland, Norway, Finland, and <laughs> so I'm almost a Viking. Yep, close enough that people aren't going to question you. Yeah. Okay, that the I I kept putting it right. Like I put it, I kept putting it as an island. Now I'm like I have no idea where oh, this place be, is. You could be from Iceland. Hmm. Well, no, I, th- I think I rolled Netherlands. You change it, uh, or you could just be a poser. Ah. Uh-huh. 
Well, you could say change it to Norway or Sweden. Eric and Becky really love the the Irish. What's the what's the national the uh, national animal for the Netherlands? Well, you got that page there. Because I know I know I know Ireland's got a unicorn as its like natural animal. Red deer stag? Apparently, there's a list of national anim- animals on Wikipedia. Denmark, you saying, was it? Uh, Netherlands? Netherlands. I'm Denmark. Apparently, the lion and the dairy cow unofficial. <laughs> and, and not the normal lion, the heraldic symbol lion. Yeah. I don't know Dairy cow, unofficial. There used to be lions in Europe. Uh, bad sight, specifically. You've got cataracts or whatnot. Uh, diminished attributes. Okay. You, you, your stats are maxed. Uh, isn't that a good thing? Life isn't fair. When they're passing out something, uh, somebody else got your portion. Uh, for every dot you lose from your attributes, you get three points from this flaw. Mm. Yep, so you're, you're capped lower than normal for something. Uh... Deformity, misshapen limb, hunchback, clubfoot, lame. Uh, as in the <laughs> limb lame. Uh, Have one arm. Degeneration. You will die without the aid of magic or science for three, six, or nine point versions. <laughs> and six is you've got leprosy or the equivalent. <laughs> What's nine? You're dead? <laughs> no, no, those pretty much really worth it. <laughs> I choose the flaw of nine. Uh, I'm monstrous. You're so ugly, you have an appearance of zero. Yeah, I think I'd be a very successful proprietor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, permanent wound, slow healing, death, mute doesn't really work in a role-playing game. Paraplegic. <laughs> 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 uh, aging, mayfly curse. Mm. Well, I suppose for the primal marks, if chose a lion, he'd just have like wild, crazy hair. And big, bushy yellow beard. I, like, just, like, big, bushy, like, beard and, Did like, you know, mocking chops. You're probably too young to, to have seen it, but the old TV show of Beauty and the Beast? Yeah. Where he lived or in the old, old TV show? Ron Perlman. Was that Ron Perlman? Yeah. The old uh, one? Yeah. yeah that, that one's over me. <laughs> well, they were talking about uh, looking like a lion for the primal uh, aspect flaw. That just made me think of him in... Uh, in that old Beauty and the Beast TV show, because he had the full... Yeah, yeah, that was him. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I was figuring, because uh, I chose Primal Marks, it'd make more sense to the animal... monster character? It's and animal, I don't know what Primal Marks is. It's, uh... Yeah, I don't have that. You have uh, an avatar, primordial essence, your mage some god, totem... If a totem, totem, totem spirit is a legend, you may strongly resemble... <laughs> Unfortunately, you looked the part. Mm. So the, the national animal of Netherlands is a or unofficially a cow. I figured... Jimmy, you should get mistaken identity. Mistaken identity? Your mage is not the reincarnation of some ancient hero or nefarious <laughs> character from history. Uh, the favorite child from some great animal totem set it's Mark upon. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Unfortunately, he looks the part, and people who value iconic, uh, iconography more than actions will believe he fits the role. Is that a flaw? Or yeah. One point flaw. Oh, no. You're not actually super important. People just think you are and act yeah. based on that. They thought you were going to be... You're Sadly, destined I, to destroy the world, but you're not that guy. <laughs> well, na- natural linguist is two point merit, and the primal uh, mark is, is uh, a two point. You have four points in, li- in language. Uh, you don't need a natural sleepers. linguist if you don't want it. 
Oh, well, it seemed to fit the character, but... Uh, uh, no, sorry, it's American. Uh, uh, probationary member, four-point flaw. You're on bad terms with the people who picked you up. Uh, now we're on the mental stuff, skipping merits, going to flaws. Ineptitude. Ineptitude. You suck at one particular ability. <laughs> oh, an ability. Pick one ability in which your character has at least one dot, preferably one that will be important to you in some fashion. You suffer a difficulty penalty of two on all rolls for that ability. Well, I have hmm. a point in drive. <laughs> I figured somebody ought to. <laughs> I have a chauffeur. No one else has a point in drive? <laughs> no, so I do. I can't afford a car. <laughs> That's why we have my bus. You know how to drive? <laughs> I'm saving up for a scooter. So maybe I shouldn't take that in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I should. What are we going to do? I just gave it to you because I had an extra point and I thought, well, maybe you should know how to drive. Cause what are we going to do with my butlers in contrast? <laughs> Uh, that's a one point flaw. Uh, nightmares, one point. Uh, sleepwalker, one to four points. Uh, compulsion, one to four points. Heavy sleeper one? Uh, yeah, deep sleeper, one point flaw. What's a, what's bloodbound? Oh, never mind. Vampires, I think. Yeah, I, I, I realize that. Uh, I, I stop party, which I have. You can't stand to watch others suffer. Oh, uh, yeah, that fits my character. Your mage avoids any situation that involves causing someone physical or emotional pain unless you make a willpower roll. It's a one-point flaw. Uh, speech impediment. Amnesia. Deranged. You're permanently insane, which is probably a bit much for a two-point flaw. That's <laughs> uh, Phobia. Two-point flaw. Phobia. Hmm. I'm afraid of... Of, uh, of military industrial complex? Meat and dairy. <laughs> There's the mansion, Mary. Uh, uh, Do uh, I need to buy that one, or would that yeah. come <laughs> part of my character, you or, think? Yeah, whatever. Or resources you probably have a decent place to live. Uh, okay, uh, sure. You'll have a mansion. But, but your guy, well, uh, because this vengeful. is specifically 25 rooms or more, and I think that's a little bit overkill. I just, yeah. you know, I've never had the reason to be vengeful. <laughs> it just comes on you. Yeah. Uh, Once I finally have a reason, it's like, I'm pissed off. Wow, I really want to do something really nasty to that guy. <laughs> there you go. I can own a nightclub. Ability deficit. Uh, conditional magic. Oh, what's that? Uh, there's one thing in the world that is a great boon or bane to your character's magic. That could, uh, that could be fun. As I read it, it's sort of like yellow for Green Lantern yeah. sort of thing. Like, uh, so gluten. And GMO. And there you go. <laughs> uh, and the more uh, the more often it is, the the more points it is. Like uh, one point is a unique singular item. Two points, it's very scarce. Your former mentors, uh, once in a blue moon, current or former members of Council of Nine. Three points, it's Ooh. rare but not unheard of. Uh, toadstones, Swedish royalty, werewolves, Rowan and Red Thread. Holy Days of the Archangels. Two points of scarce. I actually think that, that could work. Scarce hen's teeth. Uh, they're examples so, current or I'm former members of the Council of Nine. I'm thinking of choosing a lion, and then you will own a nightclub and call it the Lion's Den. Yeah. Maybe she's powerless to affect those who are Seems or fitting, are yeah. at certain things, such as magic being unable to affect Christians or those who carry pieces of red thread. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Magic can't affect the Lion's Den. Went there every Depending week. on if somebody takes <laughs> there you go. another form of a. So you'd agree it's the good name for a nightclub. <laughs> I think I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take those two. Uh, I mean, 
as a boon, so says as a merit, you're getting bonuses if you got do money. Because mm. yeah. you he's actually making well money. That, that might help as a uh, highway. Yeah. Well, I think I'll go with those. Six points. It's common as dirt. The primal Men. mark is Anyone who's too ever small, been and the nightclub is the a color point merit, so that <laughs> evens out perfectly. Under a cloud cover. Tuesday. Under a cloud cover might not be bad in San Diego, yeah. but... <laughs> I just imagine, you take the flaw and it... You know, world you of darkness. Not the world of clouds, world of darkness. I, I, gotta, you know, I take this for six points, my magic just flat out doesn't work on Mondays. <laughs> just, I don't know why, it's just Mondays. Mondays it turns you're, off. You can turn into Garfield. Uh, you're you're like, I hate Mondays. Local kindred, they're only awake on Monday evening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is their day, their official meeting, so they're all more active, showing a... You smell mage. <laughs> <laughs> Let's eat out tonight. <laughs> yeah. So through, through a strange trick, the trick of uh, uh, the calendar, for the next five months, every full moon is on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> World of Darkness! <laughs> Your daughter's name is Ember? That, or Eve? I forget which Sorry name. with an E. I think it was Ember. I'll have to look up. What do you, what do you want it to be? Yeah. Uh, I, like, uh, I like Ember. Okay. Not Amber, because, you know, that's too strippery. But. <laughs> <laughs> Ember. Ooh, Devil's Mark. Somewhere along the line, your mage made a pact with a demon or devil, and it funneled its foul, foul power into him, leaving a mark in the process. Mm-hmm. On the plus side, if you have some demonic familiar, your imp can. Uh, mm. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> this blemish, known as a witch's nipple, is dark and unwholesome looking, but it is insensitive to pain. <laughs> You've got an evil third nipple. I'm okay, I'm okay. You hit me in the nipple. <laughs> hit me in the third nipple. <laughs> I have I got trained... the two! <laughs> I have trained comics specifically to take all hits right there in my third nipple. <laughs> That's my titanium nipple. <laughs> Ooh, echoes from one to five points. Your mage manifests the traditional marks associated oh. with the supernatural. Oh. Maybe it's a little quirk like not having a shadow or something as severe as a baleful aura. Perhaps milk curdles around your mage and mirrors break. Or if you're a really fucked up mage, I don't cast uh, reflections in in, uh, in, mirrors, in right? mirrors. And uh, you know, I'm really super allergic to garlic and need to be uh, <laughs> get permission before entering buildings. <laughs> right. All Why the things did that real, one stakes? All the things understand. that real vampires don't have to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, that, you know, it was that goth phase you went you went through while you were awakening. <laughs> and all the vampires were like, aww. <laughs> you poor guy. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. And then he has a, then he has a vampire companion that won't bite him. <laughs> and yet you don't get the pleasure out of drinking. <laughs> so terrible. Oh, I'm gonna take up a collection for you. <laughs> I'll give you life because that's funny. <laughs> that's I just have to figure out what what animal uh, would bark like a lion. Your character speaks the truth on scale the one we had earlier where. Yeah, uh, the uh, bard. God, nothing worse happened. Something worse has now happened. Yeah. <laughs> that one seems that like, actually could fit. It, it, it seems like fun, but it didn't. I was conflicted with that for the character. Do you want flaw book? Uh, 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 Gifts. Uh, one to five point must be attached to another flaw or merit. Something you know, the character must or must not do. <laughs> 
that, that that would be the bard's tongue, and then that the geese tied together and be like, I can't go outside after five. Crap. Uh, crucial component. There's some wrong ingredient your magic needs to work beyond the magic itself and your various other uh, equipment. Hmm. This one does not merely represent a technocratic reliance on scientific devices, uh, so on and so on. And depending on uh, how rare the thing is, is how many points it goes. Two points is just sunlight, eggs, motor oil, tea, aspirin, electricity, emotion, ectoplasm, so forth. Wait, you're allergic to electricity? What were you listing off? Uh, 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 for the for this flaw, it's your magic requires some extra bit of something. Okay, I'm, I'm like, you're allergic to electricity. Can you put your phone away? It's going to give me sneezes. <laughs> Dark fate, five-point flaw. You fuck, son. <laughs> Don't take this. <laughs> Don't even read the description. <laughs> sphere inept, five-point flaw. You are... Flat out worse at one sphere. Phylactery. Doesn't that make you a lich? Uh, <laughs> seven point flaw. I think if your avatar is stuck to something, mm-hmm. it, it's not part of you. It is a. It's tied to a physical object. Hmm. You think carrying your change around is a pain in the butt? <laughs> carry oh. a coffin. Oh god, I gotta remember Going over there with the wheelbarrow. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, if I, if I if I leave the statue of Mary somewhere, I don't have that magic power because all my magic power is in this, this thing. Why did I pick that when I was awakened? <laughs> Your phylactery is actually a a purple velvet with moons and stars wizard pointed hat that you have to wear. <laughs> That's not that bad. It would fit his character like getting her- a bank loan. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's going to have a slightly different list. Yeah, I'm listening to more what you're saying. But I think that that's, uh, I can start at the beginning, but that was a list of flaws. Well, the, um... Bardstone? The one that there is, you know, there's, the, like, a scarce type of object or object that, um, I can't affect with magic. That one was kind of interesting. Are you getting the Bardstone? Me? No, no, no. Yeah. I, I, I chose the primal mark as my flaw, and then I'm going to own a nightclub named the Lion's Den. Just because I like the the connection fit together so perfectly that yeah. I was like, hmm. Yeah, uh, conditional magic. The Dutchman. That, that you know, I figure a tall, guy with a flowing name. Yeah, yeah, and then just think, think like the Wolverine mutton chops. Because <laughs> I, I, I have no reference to the be- the... Beauty and the Beast that Jason mm. mentioned, so I have no idea what you guys are conjuring up with that one. Picture a kinder, softer, paler Hellboy. Who <laughs> <laughs> so is also a rock That was pretty good. That's a pretty good description right there. I can see that sort of now. You got a picture of it? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's pretty maybe, maybe not quite as yeah, human, but not not generally. Quite that. You had some nice little plastic surgery to fix that uh, that left palate <laughs> as a young child. No, no snout for me, please. I mean, I mean, just a wild mane of hair, kind of. Now that I see it, I think I might be wrong. Hmm. I thought, I swore it was though. Ron Perlman, okay, and Linda Hamilton. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember 14 that. episodes Sarah written by George R. R. Martin? What? What? Really? He wrote a lot of TV shows. He did a lot yeah, of... Yeah, I was just reading. He was... He did a lot of TV. Um, hmm. Twilight Zone. Um, and a lot of, and yeah, his name was not big in fiction. It was in screenplays and yeah, stuff. he did a lot of shows. I think he <laughs> Until he published Game of Thrones. And it just... Yeah. But before that, he wasn't... He was around for a long time as a big name. Just not... Yeah. Just yeah. not in the spotlight. Yeah. It took him a while to get out of his, the, the Game of Thrones stuff just before people started going, oh, mm-hmm. ooh. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the TV show kind of had a big impact yeah, well, on that. I know it was out like five, six years ago. He was huge. Oh, the book, the yeah. book was huge. I, I had, oh, yeah. I had read through I, two or three of them. Unfortunately, my friend started me on the TV show, and I refused to pick up the book. I'm in the opposite. I, I started the book a long time ago. And, and you're not going to watch the TV show until you finish the book. Right, yeah. I, I, I completely, my, my friends went, why haven't you read the books? Because I'm like, I don't want to. I want to finish the TV show first. Because <laughs> I can guarantee as soon as I finish the TV show, I'm going to go buy all like eight books and a big giant treasure chest of them. What are there? There's only five for the thing, I think. Whatever. There's another one coming, which is why I don't want to read them, because... You get stuck at the end. Yeah, yeah and then wait Which for the next one. I'm in that waiting hell. Did you did uh-huh. you see the Weird Al's performance at the Emmy? Uh-huh. He he does a parody of uh, everything. Of, of everything. <laughs> but uh, George R. R. Martin's in the crowd, and he's singing basically to him. And then he has this like uh, lady like dance out of the crowd and hand him a typewriter. <laughs> uh, have you seen Paul and Storms write like the wind? They've got a they've got a song. Let me pull this up, and then I'll show you what they did for Woodstock last year. Oh, well, you you have to show Todd Weird Al's Emmy performance because it's so funny because he's sitting there like singing, "Right faster, George, right faster," and then the camera jumps to George sitting in his seat just typing away on the typewriter that he was just given, and he just looks like a little kid. He's just like look at all the buttons. And it just it was a great performance. Mentor, insane. Mentor, did you see the? Oh, um, we're not getting mentors. 
the guy who cosplayed as George R. R. Martin, he had the beard and everything. He just walked around with a sign, be nice to me or I'll kill your favorite character. Yeah, they're mentors, but I mean, he looked exactly like him. If you're not paying for it, they're... They're there for their own reasons. They're, they, they will help you, you know, like anybody you meet on the street if you become friends with them. But they're not. You're not their. Fa- you're not their favorite student. You're, uh, you're there for a purpose. And whatever. It's it's like having a teacher. What does a mentor give you? Uh, mentor takes you under his wing and. You know your teacher's pet. Okay. <laughs> you're you're my project. Gotcha. Okay, concentration is helps in your um, meditation. Is that what that is? Or I'll have to look that up again. Okay, okay. deep sleep shots. I'll try it. Okay, uh, excuse me. Um, scroll up. I gotta see your other stuff too. All right. Arcane Avatar resources. One library two, and you're gonna put a point in that mentor. It's just there. That's maybe. just there for maybe. Okay. It's, it's, I have no plans currently, but maybe that'll thing I'll pick up later. Okay. Three, three, one. Two metal mine correspondence. Geometry. Uh, formula. <laughs> I, have to, I have to do all the math for the hypotenuse and stuff in my head to get the, the relationships correct. Distance equals whatever I wanted to. Yes. Call <laughs> <laughs> for X. I declare X on my main. I'm still thinking of stuff for mine. Okay. Maybe, maybe self-help uh, uh, aphorisms. <laughs> you're you're or like or some sort of pipe pike thing. <laughs> you're offended <laughs> by the. Doesn't really understand everybody else that much, but you know something like that. You're just offended mean. by the the um the dummy book yeah, and the the phaser. I'm thinking I, at first I thought phaser, but I think it's probably more a classic sort of 60s with a, you know, with a, with a fit on it sort of ray gun. <laughs> I thought I thought of a jacket bot sprock yeah. gun that we we're, we're all right. Uh, technology, cult, science. I'm just getting something I can throw into your pre, your prelude. Firearms. Is, I've watched enough action movies. That's my dot and firearms. <laughs> Point and shoot, right? Yeah. That's the way I make it. <laughs> it's all theory. Not, not a whole lot of practice. That'll just make it... Not it's action it. movies and video games. You don't shoot like this. You shoot like this. <laughs> or like this. Oh, okay. Why do I need two guns? Well, how, you're supposed to just use them one at a time. If you're a hero, you need two guns. And the villain has a big, bigger gun. Always looking straight forward, but shooting to both sides. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think most of his craft is on um, replicating props. Okay. It, it, right. it, it, it is prior to he has to build his own stuff. Is he would make props. That fits perfectly into the uh, continued prelude for tonight. Uh, awareness, uh, expression. That's that fits into crafts too. The expression kind of. And I'm super excited about the thing. None of you care about it, but I'm super excited. Let me tell you. <laughs> My Pokemon, let me tell you about them. <laughs> Please tell me your character. Right, right. If only you're talking about things that somebody cared about, right. he'd well, be great at getting the point. You've got to be among your people. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 you're going to get along really great with his daughter. <laughs> I have a level 50 Charizard. She's like, I want one. <laughs> I am one. <laughs> Let's watch Saturday morning for two. She has, the whole, she has, she has all the Pokemon. Up look, look at it this way. You have a... Perfect babysitter. Okay. When you meet up with him, you have a perfect babysitter if it's Baby ever necessary. Sitter. Because he's super excited about 
about you should be excited too. I don't think your daughter needs a babysitter. Okay, I got that one now. He's just super super into the stuff he's super into, and he wants to share that with everybody because everybody else should be super into it too because it's awesome. Why don't you get this? Pay attention. Of course, because he's not great in social situations, so it only comes out with if somebody's been around somebody for a while. Or if somebody mentions Rockabye. Yes. Rock. Or somebody, you know, he hears somebody mentions, what? I love that thing. Like your super janitor there. Remember episode 129? <laughs> okay, uh, James, you're still working on Merits of Thoughts. I still need to get two points. Okay. Was I supposed to have a point in the Enigmas? Uh, I gave it to you because you didn't have enough in that. Was I supposed to give you two? Or... Well, I, I only well, had, you had it in something else that was not a. It was like one of those extra skills from one of the sub books. Yeah, and it basically means Enigma's puzzles. Okay. It was. Um, was it? Esoterica, <laughs> which was the closest thing I could come up with was Enigma's. Oh, so just write puzzles next to it. Well, that's what Enigma's is. Okay. That's uh, for me, yeah. then. The one that he chose was really specific from one of the sub-books. Was it? I don't know. Esoterica. And it really hmm. wouldn't play in anything, so I just okay. broadened it a little bit. You can put it somewhere else if you'd rather. No, no. Okay. I, I just don't remember that one, so I'm like, hmm. But now you now that you mentioned puzzles, I remember something about that. Okay. So it was just this one point that relocated, and I'm all like, hmm. All right, so let's get started with yours, since you, we didn't do any of yours. All right. And... Jason already had it halfway. Yeah, I didn't finish either of those because what I forgot to do was do the actual awakening where you become a mage. You, you so, just got to meet your janitor. And, yeah, that, that was a hilarious one, though. You, you did, did a great, great job. Well, oh, there's more to it. <laughs> I can't wait. Hank is up in the rafter somewhere. <laughs> I can just see him with like the back yeah, of the tower because I get so focused on something. Okay, all right. So that gives you a... Uh, never affected uh, by adverse situational and environmental circumstances that don't actually cause damage. Thus, no penalties if your mage is distracted, disturbed, mm-hmm. pushed, docile, okay. hanging upside down. Right. That, that, laser focus! That's what the other one... I, yeah, I lose the world. That was my concentration merit. You have, like, extreme, like... And then you give him ADD. <laughs> I block out the world on the thing I'm doing. Okay, you. All right. What's your name? I am Olaf. Olaf, right. Olaf, how do you say my last name again, James? What was your last name? Like, You You helped me come up with it. I have no idea how to say it. Oh, Svardenstein. That's it. Svardenstein. Sword and mug? Sword, <laughs> it was like and sword and stone. Sword and stone sword, okay. something like that. Okay, born the real lineage of the King Arthur. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Olaf, sword and stone. <laughs> and I look like a lion yeah. just to make it that much more complete. Did you take that? Did you take that one? Yeah, I, I, I chose the primal mark. It just seemed so fitting uh, that I, I I had... should have taken that one where everyone thought you were some, somebody. <laughs> I wanted to, but the, the flaw I was looking at, or the, the uh, merit I was looking at, was a two-point, so I wanted it to even out perfectly. So I, I just zeroed out. Oh, please. So I have a flaw of a primal mark, but I own a nightclub called the Lion's Den. <laughs> nice. And as Todd pointed out... It, his college campus had a bar called the Lion's Den. Every Tuesday night. That'll remind me, I, I can't use magic in a nightclub. They <laughs> <laughs> just took a one-point version of that. Point. No, 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 you'll, you'll be kicked out of the nightclub. You have, like, a two-year-old. <laughs> well, he won't be taking her anywhere. Or maybe he'll be taking her everywhere. 
Wait until after this. <laughs> I, I still picture I still picture the Jack Jack actor from the Incredibles. I still picture the Jack Jack from the Incredibles like bonus where it's just a small baby floating around harassing the babysitter. I see his kid being that perfectly. Okay, born the son to a diplomat from the Netherlands. Yep. They were raised in luxury, but the, the Dutch are not especially uh, showy with their wealth. Some, they're very concerned with etiquette. They, they have a certain, uh, they're actually known worldwide for their etiquette and their, their behavioral uh, rules. Something that you really didn't buy into. <laughs> and you got away with it, because you could. So you're you're a little bit showier than most. You got your your bling and you got your very expensive clothing and and you know it's maybe frowned upon, but it's frowned upon behind your back, not to your face. Cause that's important. So you did your fair share of traveling the world and uh, found that that your wealth or your family's prestige has uh, benefited you, especially since puberty. Um, Open doors. Was, yeah, open doors, <laughs> open... Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I'm coming. Yeah, we're not going anywhere yet. You can't sit still for a half hour. Oh, on the phone. Open legs. I saw that one coming, and I was like, hmm, sweet. Yeah, you're the wrong, young rich kid, of course. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, a, I'm, I'm at this point, I'm... Tony Stark yeah. from the Netherlands. <laughs> Holy magic. And for, yeah, from the Netherlands. <laughs> I just need a giant robot to fly around it. <laughs> Eventually we will all realize that none of us can drive and it will be hilarious. Can I know how to drive? I just don't own the car. I probably have eight cars and can't drive them. You have a driver. You're rich. I know, exactly. I'm like, my butler's unconscious. Crap. <laughs> Use magic. Quick, wake up the butler. I forgot what the Avatar background did. Uh, it is, uh... Let me look that up. Because it has something to do with your total potential for, for magic, I think, and it's not something they can change. Was it? I remember it being like you have to have a point in Avatar. Uh, Let's search the PDF. For the background of Avatar... Shard of spirit energy tied to the human soul. I don't want that. I want the background list of what it says. Yeah, I think it's the this system's uh, equivalent of generation in uh, vampire. Avatar. 
all mages have an awakened avatar, and through that avatar, you alter reality. Not all avatars are created equal. The strength of your avatar affects your quintessence score directly. Also determines how much quintessence your character can reabsorb at any one time. So that's how much you can recharge any given. Oh, right, right. That was like how, how well you can like recover your magic. That makes sense. Whenever your quintessence score drops below uh, your avatar, you can meditate at a node for some power. You gotta get on some other stuff. And James said the node at his magic shop there. Uh, the avatar rating is That's also the note. limit to the <laughs> amount of quintessence a mage can channel into an effect. Do you have to know that the node is there to be able to absorb energy, or do you just, like, rest wherever and be like, I feel magically recharged? I think you have to know to connect to it and okay. then pull from it. Because you, you need to have one in prime to be able to do it at all. <laughs> yeah, which is why I have one in prime. A mage cannot channel more quintessence <laughs> than your avatar rating, so mages with weak avatars are limited to smaller effects. That'd be me. Because you, you guys have more points in Avatar, right? I put three in. Yeah. Avatar? Avatar. For yeah. background? It's, uh, like, oh. bottom left? Yeah, I have three. Yeah. I got one. What does Avatar do again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's how much you can recharge and how much you can funnel into a power. Gotcha. Right. right. So I wanted to be able to do bigger stuff. Yeah, I was kind of... But it eats up points. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm, I need another... That's why I'm getting hindrance. Another flaw? Yeah. So what did you decide on? So far I have soft, uh, soft-hearted and deep sleeper, but I might be able to get rid of deep sleeper and get lifesaver since I'm going for the whole healer thing. I was going to say, deep sleeper would probably have been shattered by having a small child. What? I don't know what parents are talking about, man. <laughs> What's raising, child? Raising a What's child, child is like the easiest thing, man. I can't. So they, they practically take care of themselves. Yeah, seriously. They just do everything. You just have the magic child. I just, uh... Just yeah, you, you haven't got her any food in the past week. She's fine. Yeah. She's got food herself. I don't think I've ever bought a diaper or bought food for her. You know, I mean... The next time, the next time we play this game, he's going to be like, you, you have to play your daughter, except she's all grown up. Like, I am omnipowerful. Yeah. <laughs> Here's Dad floating in a wheelchair. Yep. That would be kind of interesting. What's the one where, um... Like, if I... People think I'm the... the oh, they think you're the... It's not me, it's actually my daughter. <laughs> and people see all the signs, it's just because you're near her all the time. Yeah. That, that, might, that might fit. But she's, like, the one that's, uh... <laughs> that, that sounds... Cool. But what what like deity figure would you choose? Oh, I don't know. Gonna... I can't really think of any other Earth spirits besides there's that one. She's like destined to like change the world. Or... Yeah. Is it Greek? Gaia? No. Yeah, it's Gaia. Or that's more uh, Wicca. Was it? Wiccan. Gaia. No, I, I don't remember. I, I recognize the name, but I don't remember. Which like pantheon it was attached to? Uh, Greek, Greek. That's too recent. Got to be older, like Gaia, like you said. Yeah. <laughs> she is to grow up and cleanse the cleanse the earth of humanity. <laughs> she is the vengeful. The arm peaceful of, end of the world. The vengeful arm of nature, vengeful sword of nature. 
It wasn't, it wasn't in that book. Oh. He he read it from the last Mistaken Identity? Oh, yeah. That's what it was. Because I, I, I was reading through the book while you were reading them, and some of them just didn't match up. Chocolate chip. Nate, nut, Nate, nut, nut date bars. <laughs> I can't say it. They're good, though. Chocolate date tag. Would lightsaber be a... a candy? Yeah. <laughs> Would that be a hindrance if I had that for you? I don't know what it does. It's, uh... You believe that human life is a sacred gift and will not take a person's life except in the most extreme of circumstances. You may not ever willingly endanger the lives of innocents or in any way participate in the killing. You have no problems with killing animals for the right reason. You will kill evil and inhum- inhuman creatures to protect others if necessary. Be very careful, however, with your identification or definition of evil. You want me to grab cups from the Such kitchen or something, Todd? In all forms repulse you, and you feel that those who perform murder should be punished and stopped. You can take that. Um, I'm kind of going for the whole healer thing. Yeah, it does fit your character. I mean, I would imagine even with that, you can go, these people are evil. (laughs) (laughs) They need to die. There's no other solution. There's no talking to these people. No reasoning. Well, Well, not just... I'm not talking about the bank robbers. I'm talking about the people that are trying to warp reality. Right. (laughs) Okay. There's there, there's that one other one in the book that is code of honor I think code of honor and lifesaver would fit together perfectly. Code of honor. That's Hippie. a that's a merit though, isn't it? Uh, I think so because I think you get points for stuff trying to make you not act in your code of honor. Was it? I I thought I thought code of honor was a flaw. Usually in most RPGs it is I think in this it's a merit. Okay, maybe maybe that's where my mind's this this Russian stuff I don't know what it is it's James's fault. Yeah. Just tastes good and spit it on him. Yeah, two point merit, code of honor. <laughs> or if it doesn't taste good, spit it on oh, him. Oh, I'm I'm uh I'm even uh, Shall I pour it so you can get back to work? Please. Really weird. I have no yeah, idea what the boss is. You get two extra point uh uh dice for willpower rolls when somebody tries to make you act against your code of honor. Ah, that's, that's why it's a two point merit. James, are you wanting some? See your strange juice? Yeah, I'll try it. Yeah. Mistaken no. ident- mistaken identity, one point flaw. You said it was non alcoholic? I read the wiki and it says it's considered non-alcoholic because it's only one three percent or something like that. <laughs> well, everything fermented is, has a little bit. Oh really? Okay. I have a feeling it's going to be like beer NA. That's sweet, it's, but it kind of has a like a mochi. Jason, you know what? I'll hmm. try Oh, okay. It has like a weird. You, you didn't show an interest. I didn't pour a cup. That's real. You want some more? Or maybe licorice? Yeah, it just something. has like a yeah, has like a rooty aftertaste. Like a, oh, nope, like not mine. Not. <laughs> you want a full cup or? I'll, I'll, I'll have to this one mine? Yeah. It's, it's some kind of juice. Well, if nothing else, you have a James's private soda now. Or if he likes it. True. Well, he he has another whole cup, so. <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't taste bad. It got into the air somehow. I'm just. <laughs> Are you sitting there sniffing it? Because honestly, it smells better than it tastes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But it's that sarsaparilla taste. That yeah, rooty stuff like I got a... in the smell, but the taste of it just was like. Does Jason have any input on the strange 
you know, it's like molasses soda. Molasses smells better than this. <laughs> True. Now that's odd. It's Russian kvass. I wonder what it'd taste like if I mixed some of my root beer with it. Better, better, I would imagine. <laughs> I think better. <laughs> All right. Back to... So, uh, growing up, fun. You had all kinds of people around you, and, oh, what a cute little boy, and doing everything for you. I mean, they're trying to impress your father, so if they can impress you, maybe that's a way in. So you got used to people doing what you told them to do, which is kind of a nice way to live. You want something, you decide how it's done, people do it. You also begin to trust yourself, a lot more confidence, a lot more intuition. I think this should be done, and everybody said, oh, yes, it should be. So you're, you're, you are intuitive. You are used to being in control. You think that's the way it should be. <laughs> I the like only it. person that, that takes that away from you is Dead. your father. So it gets to be a point where you think you can handle this on your own, and you say goodbye to Daddy. But Daddy too, many bu- too many budding heads, time to go yeah. see the world a little bit. But I'm going to need some money, and Dad, can you set me up? <laughs> so Dad says, here's a internship with an ambassador. Go to America. All right. So you try that for a while, and America's a lot bigger than Holland. <laughs> so you travel around and, and report back in every once in a while. And, of course, you're you're not short on money, so you can travel the length and breadth of the United States and and Pick and choose where I want to be. on a weekend and write a report or something. Okay, so you find you like America's Finest City, though. End up in San Diego. Um, go there almost every week and just kind of shop around for a social life. I live in Hollywood. <laughs> you find that there is a nightclub for sale. Bought it. A bunch of guys say, hey, let's all go buy a bar. And they say, okay, and then they all back out, so it's yours. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. You can you can control it now. You're, you're in charge. But you know nothing about how to run it. So you get people to run it for you, set it up. I don't know anything about design. Design the thing. Put, I think there's supposed to be lights on the day of four. I don't know. <laughs> so you just kind of, here's all the money. Tell me what else you need. Set it up. I'll come in on opening night and I'll be a star there. I'll schmooze with everybody and probably take a couple of women home. That's your plan of attack for just about everything. <laughs> I like that plan. I like this plan a lot. Can we make this plan A every time? Turns out the uh, nightclub makes you money, which is a rare business investment for you. <laughs> At what? Like out of high school age? Or yeah, we, we yeah. Mean, I mean, I you always throw money at something to figure it's an investment. That's as much as you think of it. But this actually gives you money back instead of sucking you dry. Yeah. So it's doing well. Um, and now you have even more income. Mm-hmm. You have nothing to do. Maybe get into gambling a little bit. There's Indian casinos all over the place. I was looking into that as a flaw, actually. Uh, okay. Well, you don't have to think it's a flaw to, to enjoy it, but okay, I, I'm going to use it here. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it would fit. So it's like, hey. Okay, so you spend some time at these casinos, and and uh, 
you kind of have a knack for it. I mean, it doesn't matter what the game is. You you get bored right before you would lose everything, and you just feel like sitting there, and then the winnings start piling up. Uh, you've seen some strange things that happens. You've seen roulette balls jump from one slot to another to give you a win. This is this is just the way it works. You're a lucky gambler. Uh, however, you're starting to get known in the casinos and not in a good way. <laughs> Every once in a while, a guy in a suit would come up to you and say, uh, maybe your evening's over. Okay. <laughs> we like to have your business, but not for a while. We'll see you again next summer. <laughs> so you're down to your, your last casino that still lets you in. And we we try not to win there, so I still have one to go to. Right, right, right. But you're bored. You're thinking, I have nothing to do. I'll tell you what, I'll gamble with myself. If I win the next round, then I'll make something of myself. I'll I'll buckle down and I'll hell with it. I'll go to school and I'll 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 get a degree in something. And sure enough, I won my win. So, okay, now I'm stuck. That's good. You have a direction. Bad, because you didn't really want to do it anyways. So you just start gambling and drinking, getting a little too drunk, and winning a little too much. And get thrown out again. Well, not yet at this point. But it's, the chips are stacking up in front of you. You're at the roulette wheel, which is my favorite. Your game. Just it, it always seems to work. And you're just starting to get aware enough, like re-sobering. <laughs> To say, this might be too much, but the next one's going to be big, I can tell. When you feel a nudge at your back, you turn around, and there is the most stunningly beautiful black woman right next to you, leaning in your face, saying, let me blow on your dice. At a roulette wheel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you that more sexy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I will not. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so you're wondering, maybe this is a translation thing. You're pretty good at languages, but or maybe it's that innuendo thing. Like, what does she mean by dice that she wants to blow on? <laughs> and at that point, a wheel comes to a stop, and it's exactly your number. Not just black, not just red. It's exactly your number. You've just doubled your winnings, and this is a huge pot. You could see the guys in suits talking into the ring already. You, you've been in this before. You know what's going on, except that these guys look upset. They don't just look like we're going to tell them what to do. They look angry. They look bigger. They look like they all have scars on their face somehow. This <laughs> is the dealer. Take my chips. Okay, then you start stacking up the chips. She's hanging on you. Why are you leaving now? You're a winner. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sticking, going to go anyway if she hangs on. Okay, which she does. She follows you out to cash in. Well, by the time it takes to cash in, and obviously they're delaying you, you're surrounded by some severe-looking people. But she's between you and them. So they're being nice so far. They they go, it's time for you to leave, Mr. Spartanstein. Yeah. Uh, We don't want to see you around here again. She gets an attitude with them. (laughs) On your behalf, of course. 
And just all of a sudden, she just, like, she's just... Not does she screaming. look like she is tied to the casino, or is it just she's, she's just a net you now? Well, no, it's like, <laughs> no, no, she's, she's like, not a, a, a... She doesn't work here. Yeah. No, she's she's dressed up for the evening. Okay. That's what, yeah. you, you didn't clarify that kind of point, so it's like, do I just have, like, my own personal security person saying... You're cheating. Well, with your experience, she's not a hooker, or she's <laughs> almost beyond your means, as one. <laughs> she's just a real classy broad, if you want to talk like that. <laughs> that, that, that that's, that's what I wanted to confirm by okay. that. But she's also got some sass. She is, I mean, these huge mugs are backing down because she's not yelling at them, very quietly talking very rapidly and intimidating them away from you. Okay. Okay? So at some point where you get a break in the crowd, she nudges you towards the exit. Take the lead. Take the lead. Take your bag of money. Take her with me. And start going. As you're going, she says, okay, we got to go real quick. Are you parked out here? Of course, you have your driver mm-hmm. waiting for you. But as you're going, one of the guys makes a grab for you, and she gets in the way. They grab her by the hair, mm-hmm. which comes off. She's utterly bald. Okay. And uh, you also get the sense that, not, first of all, they're sorry they did it. Then they look, and they say, <laughs> you aren't supposed to be here in the first place. They know her. Oh. Now you got to turn and run. <laughs> in the car. <laughs> okay, so you make a break for it. You get the car's not ready. So she starts running you down the, the sidewalk. Right next door is a nightclub. We'll duck in here, we'll lose. All right. You go in, there's, you know, all that going on. Hey, I, I should have some of this stuff in my place. There's green laser lights all over the place, and it's just strobe lights, and it's really disorienting. I need some more of the which distracting thing. It might help you quite a bit if these, these guys are now coming in the entrance. You're halfway through the dance floor, and it's really crowded in here. They can kind of see you now and then. <laughs> but make myself shorter. Yeah, with with how dark it is and all the flashing lights, they're more disoriented than you are. Because I've been in this kind of... Dress. I own right. one of these. Okay. You get to the center dance floor, and they've spread out, and they seem to have cut off most of your exits. All right. Look over to her, and she's got dark shades on in this black black place, and gives you a pair of shades. So put these on. Don't take them off. Magic sunglasses. As you put them on, they're tinted red, which changes the green light, changes some of the dark lights. It's a heck of a lot easier to see in here because all the stuff flashing in your face is dimmer, and the red exit signs and a few things like that glow. And people do, too. Okay? So you can you can pick things out. Okay. First move you make is with her towards the nearest exit that isn't covered. While you're making your way, you notice sticking out from everybody else is a guy dressed all in red or maybe white and it looks red who knows who has kind of a familiar face but it's it's I, you can't pay it it's like an extra like shadow or no familiar just you've seen the face before okay but it's not this guy he looks like somebody okay or maybe a couple of somebodies he just really you got one of those faces might be a celebrity, somebody I've Might I interacted with before. And he's he's walking through the crowd, but he's staring at both of you. And at one point, he pushes one of these guys out of the way. You know, accidentally stumbling against them, clearing an exit for you. One of the one of the guys chasing one me. Of the he, security he, guys. Yes. Okay. All right. Another thing you notice: 
is that sticking out of the back of his stylish red leather trench coat is a katana handle behind his head. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> I seem to be attracting the weirdos today. <laughs> so you're about to make There's your no way out. There's no more drinking today. <laughs> you're about to make your way out, and they converge. He's able to take out two of them very This is my subtly. katana guy yes. following me? Yes. Okay. Another one gets close to you, and you see this guy reach into his jacket, and all the lights change. All the lasers pan down, and everything sweeps to the side. He disappears, and uh, every all the colors of everything around you change. It's like a totally new world. Sunglasses still functioning, but it's, it's just like, whoop. Yeah, you take them off, and it's pitch black, and the guys are blinded. Okay. You put them back on, and it's like bright as day in, in red tones. Okay. Make your way out you're uh, able to get around them, but you don't know where the red guy is. Assuming he spotted us before, he can do it again. You make your way out to the the alleyway, work your way, peek around every corner, spot your car, get into it, drive away. You make it about three blocks when two SUVs... Fence it off. Fence it off, stop you, and more bruisers get out. Carrying guns. Not good. (laughs) The driver says, I'm sorry, sir, I'm... <laughs> I, I, do I, don't, I don't have the, the fancy car that can just, like, grow stilts and drive nope. away. Nope. Or, well, no, they didn't ship it overseas yet. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> no, no, so, no fancy car. You and the woman get yanked out right. of the car. And they are making some threatening noises. They look... We're not... All these casinos around here, we know each other. We know you through them. We know what you do, and you're never going to do it again. So should we start with your arms or your legs? Neither. <laughs> <laughs> Things are bad. All right. She again steps in front of you, and they're, they throw her to the ground, of course. They don't, they're not going to put up with her. So you're next. You're going nowhere. She speaks up. She says, I'll make, a, make you a bet, one bet. I like to gamble. <laughs> <laughs> Let him roll the dice. I'll bet you one number that he rolls, and if he rolls it, you let us get away. If he rolls anything else, you can do whatever you want with us. All right. You guys are laughing. All right. You get to use my dice, though. And the guy (laughs) pulls out a pair of dice, throws them on the ground three times, and there's seven every time. All right. Loaded. Obviously. He says, you roll... Pick a number other than seven. <laughs> <laughs> and she's, she says eight. All right. He's going to roll an eight. Roll the Everything dice. Everything's on you. Now, at this point, you're shaking the dice in your hand. Your life's on the line. Her life's on the line. Probably the chauffeur's life is on the line. <laughs> Probably. He's just, like, peeking out of the sky, the, like, the sky light. Just like, what you doing, boss? <laughs> Let me see what else we got here. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, what did you do? What did you replace that with? I was thinking fancy, like, family signet ring. Okay. Like, like, so like class ring, but, like, bigger. Okay. You're rolling them in that hand, and you're you're hearing the dice clacking against that ring, and it's just, you can't concentrate. You're thinking about that ring, and something just feels totally different inside you, and you roll five and a three. You don't do anything else other than pick her up, get in the car, and get the heck out of there, and they're just staring at it. And then he picks it up. 
you don't know. You're gone. You're, you're out of there. She leans over, gives you a kiss, tells the driver to stop. She gets out. She says, we'll see you next semester. <laughs> I like this class. <laughs> you have no idea what she means by the semester because you didn't tell anybody that you made that bet with yourself about going to school. Nope. But, of all the strangeness that just happened, I'm not questioning it. <laughs> okay, so you've had your awakening. All you right. now know that you can manipulate chance. Okay. Uh, you don't know how, but your your ring, your family... The ring is the only thing I can make the connection to right, yeah, right at the moment. It's, it's that grounding, that sense of heritage or something in that. Okay. You know you can. You have the confidence to do it. Okay. You still don't know how, but hopefully it works. Hopefully it works. All right, how are you guys doing? You finished or uh, almost? I have, up? I have a question for you. Yeah. Would, uh, would either... Um, okay, I already forgot the name. Would either of these... Um, Chronic anal leakage. <laughs> Why do these merits be more be interesting to you? Either a spirit mentor or a spirit magnet. Mm. It's not. It's, it's totally fine. But if it, would, <laughs> yeah. if it would help. Yeah. Way. Um. Uh, uh. Probably magnet would be better. Is that a flaw or a merit? It can be either. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. so, so I can like I could actually balance out by having the. Spirit magnet as a flaw and a spirit mentor can like I don't know. If I remember from white from the uh, werewolf one, spirit magnet is spirits are attracted to you. Yeah. They're not necessarily helpful spirits. They just. Ooh, what's that? Yeah. Well, if they're positive, it says if the spirit magnet is a merit, uh, benign spirits will flock around the umbra in the area of the. Uh, that correlates to your character's physical location. They will do what they can to alert the character to dangers within the umbra. If the character is about to unknowingly perform an act that is evil, the spirits will do their best to alert the character of that fact. These spirits are destroyed, others will soon arrive to take their place. But the flaw, uh, malignant spirits battle over the same location. They seek to taint the character with evil thoughts and pollute the umbra about the location. Evil spirits will often taunt characters and try to annoy the mage at the worst time. Other mm-hmm. mages will notice this and no amount of magics will keep the spirits away for long. I can work with either of those. So if you, if you take both good spirits and evil spirits, will you just have them like fighting each other all around you? And you have no more points or flaw points at all. So it's zero. Yeah, yeah but you just, have this, you just have this cool <laughs> spirit battle following you everywhere. That sounds like a net negative for a zero point. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, that's going to happen anyway. Yeah. <laughs> You just see dead spirits all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> um, spirit mentor is you have a ghostly companion and guide. The spirit is able to employ a number of minor powers when it really struggles when it really struggles to exert itself. Uh, but for the most part, it, it's benefit to use through the advice it can give. You kind of already have that in your ally, okay. your daughter. All right. I mean, not necessarily spirit, but you, you've got a mentor kind of okay. helping you out. Mm-hmm. You can have another one, but it kind of <clears throat> won't. Be as useful, I don't think. And uh, would enemies be of any? No, I'll give you plenty. <laughs> okay, so <I'm... laughs> we don't need to be designing or, or those old-fashioned. Yeah, you don't have to start with them. You'll just get them. <laughs> well, if 
I'm going to get them. I mean, if I'm going to get them. You're going to get them. I want to custom make you. You might choose them. You know, like... You know, I run a sandbox game. I've got stuff going on all around, okay? If you want to make enemies or make friends, I'm just throwing characters at you. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, like, if you... Whether we make enemies of them or not... Yeah, yeah. Step one, find Kevin Dark and murder the shit out of him. Kyle. Kyle, that Yeah, I was going to say, I, I remember this story, and it was Kyle. Not yes, Kyle. He, he's the vampire that feels sorry for him. <laughs> Aww. The one that pities you because you have all these vampire characteristics, the garlic and no reflection. All oh, right. right. <laughs> I'm going to keep him as a pet. <laughs> My pet will look amazed. He's giving all, of all the classic signs of a vampire. It'll throw everybody off who tries to hunt for me. Right. So I'll kill him first. That'll, that'll be my, my danger sign. And, and meanwhile, I'll just feed on him because May's blood is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, vegan ghouls and merit. <laughs> I don't, I don't imagine your avatar will wait around as a ghoul. I think he's like, hey, you screwed up. Bye. <laughs> Okay, so should we move on to Jason and yes. get to you last? All right. Because I'm apparently going to school with Jason now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hmm. How did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> By random chance. <laughs> it would have been made it that much more funny if my, my sexy black woman was like his janitor just dressed up. <laughs> well, he, no, he, he, he just like repels from the ceiling and like wearing one of those. He was wearing one of those impossible uh, uh, Mission Impossible masks. He's only the uh, the pretty black lady on the weekend. <laughs> 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 All right, Jason's awakening. I'm not sure if mm-hmm. gamb- if my if my laws of chance will benefit me the same in school. I really need to pass this test. Cool, I did. It's multiple choice. <laughs> it's multiple choice. <laughs> Master of multiple choice. Try to avoid the essays. <laughs> Just like staple a twenty dollar bill to each essay question. I wonder what random word I should put next. <laughs> Cat. <laughs> You, you just can. make make a whole set of those uh, <laughs> word dice, <laughs> and that's your next sentence. So the random words came out to the cat in the hat. Hmm. Maybe this essay isn't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you can get points marked down for simplicity of sentences, but you still no, 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 no. have <laughs> readable essay. I'm gonna end up writing a Dr. Seuss book in my essay, just like plagiarism. But I see your point. Yeah. <laughs> I see the artistic point you're making by like quoting a uh, <laughs> Okay, uh, where did we leave? You, were you in San Diego yet? Uh, yes, I was in uh, a dorm in where the guy visited me to fix my AC and gave me show up here at this time. Okay. And I was, I don't want to go to trade school. Okay. Please tell me your guy is a game nerd and has died. You already had your, your su- summer semester. That's what you were in, your, your early enrollment or something like that. So after that, it's still mid-July. Your roommate, who hates you, wants to get you out of the place. Says, here, I found these. Go. Tickets to Comic-Con! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have a costume yet! So for the next <laughs> week, you annoy him with the smell of glue gun. <laughs> I found a super old, like, pedal uh, sewing machine somewhere. You're right. 
and you're using your your uh, hair dryer on the the formable warbler to make yes a full rocket box rock costume. You already have your gun. You're you're making the uh, rocket wrench. You're making everything to go on. Even a full mask that makes you the yes. robot. And you're putting up pictures of it online in your your um, fan group. You made it instructable. That's right, yeah. <laughs> and, of course, all your best friends you've never met are going, Oh, that's so cool. I, I wish I could have that. If only my roommate understood things like that. <laughs> you can always sell it and make money after you wear it to Comic-Con. <laughs> it's your goal to be like a professional cosplayer. <laughs> That would be a that, that would be a character's life goal. I was that uh, the the Long Beach Comic Con website mm-hmm. that's coming up. There's like all these like special guests, and there's like a bunch of writers and st- and artists and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then there's like a handful of interspersed in there like cosplayer, cosplayer. So some I think one girl was with the the Facebook. On Facebook? Yeah, that was just, I've got like five of them on there. That's yeah. really yeah. impressive cosplayers. Yes. And just, Have like, you seen the TV show on? Sci-fi they had? They had a couple one of the like, ones that I've been, I haven't talked or anything, but one of the ones I follow is, is in that or has something to do Yeah, it, but I haven't seen the show. It, 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 some of the people in there, it's just like, damn. Yeah, some some of the people are a little weird, or some of them are just regular people. Like, 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 one, one of them, I, the, the dude made like a steampunk stormtrooper. Uh-huh. And it was the most impressive <laughs> costume I've ever seen. Like, I mean, he had, like, the basic stormtrooper, but what he altered to after uh, just m- made it. And he, he he placed like third, and I'm like, and the other things that won is like, oh yeah, some of that stuff you you gotta you gotta have a really good you know crafting yeah, oh, yeah, yeah to make some of that stuff and spend like a full um, year more building this stuff. And from what I understand, they make no money because they put more money into the costume. Oh yeah, and oh. to fly into these places than oh yeah, it's a labor of love. I saw this video of this chick that had dragon wings made out of real light material, tied to. And I always wanted to do this. Tied to pulleys and straps on her elbows, so, so when she did flap. this, they would open up and flap. Nice. Wow. Like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> but you know, that's cool. And, and then, then it'll break. Right. Two hundred times a year. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, the, the, there was another one. They had um, the the Wreck It Ralph guy. So it sounds like that's just a a a uh, more powerful version of. Soft hard, really. Yeah, I think life surgery is kind of full on pacifists. Yeah. Cannot. Soft hard is just, ah, I can't look. Yeah. yeah and I'm like, right. Oh, was it, I think it was you, took empathy as one of your skills. Uh-huh. And it's not basic rule book stuff, so I thought it was, you could probably fit into something else. So I put the points in something else so that, that it was a broader application to it, but I can't remember what it was. That's fine. And same thing with art. Art becomes expression. Ah, uh, okay. And so expression for him becomes art. Expression okay. for me becomes seduction. There are rules in here for seduction. Yeah. So if you want to switch that to, to flat out expression, artistic expression. Nah. Well, we'll keep seduction because it, it fits the character. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I was thinking, what is this guy? He's. I'm he's Tony Stark from the Netherlands. From the Netherlands. He's always. I got your approach. You always want to show the ladies the Dutch touch. (laughs) (laughs) Which usually gets them. Here's what the little Dutch boy did to the dyke. You're not a dyke, dude. (laughs) I I can 
come up with more of these. But oh, yeah. <laughs> he's going for the second approach. He keeps talking until he gets a chance to flash the money. <laughs> well, I do have the fast-talking and seduction. The combination of both gets me what I want. Control the dynamite in the lake and see what floats up. <laughs> All right, Jason. Yes. You're going to Comic-Con. All right, so you take your... Hmm? Oh, this is di- different days. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's something. Who? I didn't have oh, a he doesn't take. expect you to have friends. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that makes more sense. Consecutive days. Okay. All right, so you're taking your stuff to Comic Con. You get the. You have no drive. You get the bus down yeah. to Comic Con. Public transport. And you're in line forever. I can't afford a, a moped yet. I'm saving up. The coaster to to the. I actually did that this last year. Coaster. Right. That's what we. That's what I did this year. Because park parking is evil out there. Oh yeah, I'm not going to go back to driving down there after having tried the coaster this last year. Last time I was there, there was perfect parking just beyond it. You know, with it. Of course, everybody well, uses it now. It's also getting there because like downtown's totally backed up. Yeah. Half the trip is actually the last, you know, yeah. last driving, mile. Well, I've been, been there in ten years or something, and it was when I was last there. I was like. Never again. This is ridiculous. I was there on a Saturday. It was hot. It was elbow to elbow everywhere. That's, that's why I tried the coaster this year when I got surprised last minute ticket. Of, I, you I don't want to drive down there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I went there Friday and Saturday. And I forget. Did I get a was it a Friday ticket I got? Because somebody, a friend of mine, got extra tickets because somebody they knew had been volunteered or something and passed me one of them. Nice. Yeah, I took my cousin and my and Berkeley. What did Berkeley think of it? Oh, she, this was her second. Hmm. Second year, so she loves it. She's like, oh, you know, wants to make, wants to have a costume. <laughs> <laughs> I never went to any of the halls. Never this. I never do that. I couldn't yeah. understand waiting in line when there's other stuff to do. Of course, I've only been there. I think I've only ever been there a single day at a time. I never went more than one day. Yeah. When, when no, I first I one. when I first went, it was a little so easier. I would get a four day pass, but I'd only use it like two or three days because mm-hmm. I didn't want to have to deal. With, oh God, I don't want to go down there again. I've seen everything on the floor. I wanted to see. I'm not that interested in enough of the panels to go for the yeah. next two days. Like, no, this is what happened at this point. <laughs> that, that's what my friend's dad did. Uh, he bought the, they had the four-day pass, and they're like, we got it for two days. We don't want to go. Here, have four four-day passes. Two days have passed. It's like, all right. All right. I'll be, I'll be Peter. <laughs> and we, we signed up for all this stuff, and we're, we're like, hi, I'm Peter. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, we signed up for so much stuff, and they're like, Peter, continue doing whatever we're doing. Because we weren't listening for our fake names, so we missed half the shit we signed up for. But the things we did get into were awesome. Well, yeah, I think uh, uh, a couple years back, uh, uh, I got a, a basically a visiting artist badge from somebody. I'm sure it's, 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 it's uh, the lady who used to live up on this small property. Yeah. Uh, knew somebody or wheedled them off somebody where it was a bunch of artists passes from the guy who was there for just the one day, but mm-hmm. the pass was so good for, like, the next day. Yeah. So I was walking around with the name of some, some artist or something. Nobody, <laughs> nobody <laughs> noticed. Nobody. Yeah. I think unless you're sitting there signing, they just go. Yeah, you've got a badge. Good enough. Yeah. What's your character's name? Uh, he goes by Timmy. Timmy Prime. Prime. Uh, Timoteo Primo. Oh. Timmy Prime. Prime. Timmy. He wants to fit in. He goes by Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so you wait in line. It's, it's unnatural to call him Timothy. <laughs> nobody, nobody, everything. Yeah, you look like Timmy. 
Yeah, it's, you're not a you're not a full adult yet. No. <laughs> okay, so you're waiting in line forever, but you're so excited anyway. Oh, no, no, no. He, he, he designed his it's suit. Cool and the suit. Oh. <laughs> he designed the suit suit to like lock the legs and everything. So he doesn't, he uh, planning ahead. <laughs> Gotta stand up. Thrusters on. <laughs> There's a loud whirring from some of the Super Bowl fans. You've even got the bladder strapped to your leg. Because <laughs> getting out of the costume in time to use the bathroom is right. not right. an option. It, it would rust. Uh, okay, so you get your front, you get your badges, you get your swag, you get everything, you go in, and the stuff you want to see is off-site. Oh, no. <laughs> so you kind of wander around, and you figure, well, I'll just see what's on the floor but you're bumping into everybody with your oversized costume, and you could be missing something really cool. Yes. So you yeah, decide to I'm trying to, to get the... across the room. <laughs> now you have to try to get across town, across uh, across the street and up a little bit into another hotel. takes forever to do that, and, you know, once you're outside of the Comic-Con radius, you feel a little bit more self-conscious about wandering around a costume. Of course, everybody else is doing that, too, so it doesn't matter that much. Now, this is just so awesome. I'm sure everybody knows what it is and loves it. That's <laughs> right. If I don't, I'll explain it to them. You get to the In hotel. Detail. And it's kind of, yeah, they're happy to have you there, but don't hang out in the main lobby in costume, please. <laughs> You're over there in ballroom C. Go there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't want to block traffic for, for, for <laughs> the, after respect them. So you go over to ballroom C. Can't get into ballroom C unless you have your badge there. The badge there costs extra money. Not included with, this is not right. This is not how Comic-Con is supposed to go. But, all right, fine. But you're in costume. You don't have cash on you. You barely have your wallet and ID. All my money is, is signed away for, for collectibles. For Comic-Con exclusives. Got to go to the bank. Got to go to the bank. Get out of here. Got to buy the ATMs at the comic convention. Oh, can't, can't go to the ATMs. You got to go in the bank because... You, you can barely get your stuff out of your pocket because you got to go in it, and then you're going to have to show your face. It's just it's easier to go into the bank and, and go help, have someone help you. Yeah. So you go over, instead of getting in line to the teller, you go in and sit down in one of the cubicles, and I, I need to get this money out. And This is not a robbery. <laughs> Interestingly enough, when you say that word, <laughs> you hear shouts. And somebody dressed like Looney Tunes four or five of them, carrying guns. You have a gun. You've got it tagged, and it has a little orange thing on it that says it's not deadly. Yeah. They don't have these on them. <laughs> everybody on the ground! <laughs> and, like, everybody's like, to spirit? Is, is this, like, a flash mob or something? And then they start shooting. <laughs> I got my Everybody gets on the ground. He just kind of goes and lowers about half a squatting. They think you're a decoration. You think you just put a lampshade on your head? Done. Close my eyes so they can't see their eyes through the the mesh eye holes. Okay, so the first thing that they do is they pull out their convention bags, the big, huge yeah. shoulder ones, and say, fill it up with everything you got, jewelry, phones, whatever, everything, money, cards, checkbooks, everything, fill it up. 
they start walking through the crowd. Now, you're uh, high school students. <laughs> so you're just going to lay low and pretend not yes. to be anything. But they notice... I am your... a comic on decoration. <laughs> <laughs> but they notice your convention bag at your feet. Mm-hmm. So somebody goes over and grabs it. And what's in there is all your pass, your extra passes, your your stuff that you want signed by the original voice actor for Rocketbox Rock, and you can't give it up. Uh, sadly, the statue does not release its hand on the uh, <laughs> 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 activate lo- like locking grip. <laughs> So the guy's kind of tugging on it, trying to pull it away from then He starts working on your fingers to get them loose. Before you know what you're doing, you have your ray gun up and pointed in his face. This is what Rocket Sprock would do. He wouldn't let this happen. I'll probably quote something from the show. <laughs> <laughs> All citizen. <laughs> For lot of friends, a no friend of the Rocket Robot. There you go. <laughs> Justice is universal. <laughs> and then the gun goes off. <laughs> His or theirs? His. There you go. Theirs, they aren't around anymore. They've been vaporized. You never saw your gun work like this before. <laughs> I think scream. Drop your head up. No, not you. You go into full action mode. You're shooting bank robbers left and right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how we deal with criminals in the Galactic Imperium. You think you are the rocket bot, but I knew one day. I think later on you're like, I didn't build rockets. I that up. didn't have the time to build a rocket bot. And as you're running, there's smoke pouring out of your butt and just blinding everybody and, of course, messing up the, the security cameras. And you take everybody out. And then your your electronic readout reads out, uh, Rocketbot, Spock, six. Uh, bank robbers, zero. Remaining bank robber, one. So you start scanning around, can't find him. He ran to the vault. You go to the vault. And at this point, the adrenaline is... Draining wave very rapidly down into your bladder. <laughs> Not your bladder, you're strapped on bladder. <laughs> and now you're going, emergency safety procedure. What the heck am I going to do when I see them? <laughs> I should have picked up one of those real guns. <laughs> maybe, maybe I can talk him out of it. <laughs> and you come around the corner and look in the vault, and he's there on the floor, splayed out, gun ten feet from him. He's just knocked out cold, hanging down from the ceiling. Batman. From the air duct in the vault. (laughs) Hey, buddy! (laughs) It's Hank! (laughs) I just immediately picture Hank looking like Scruffy from Futurama. I I don't know, but picture him looking like a Scruffy De Niro. (laughs) (laughs) Your local renegade, (laughs) Dr. Pearman. (laughs) Hey, thanks for your help out there. Good job. Can't wait to see you this semester. And he goes back All up. All trade school. <laughs> and he sticks his head out and he looks down and he goes, it's not a trade school. I mean, you'll learn, but it's... And then he looks down and there's stacks of money all over the floor. Going, uh, tuition isn't going to cost you anything. But... And he shoots another gun, grabs up a stack of money and goes... <laughs> What's that behind you? 
Okay, now you hear the cops are coming. Do you grab some money? Uh, no, I get back in line to make my withdrawal. <laughs> All right. So you, you grab the stack of money take it to tell. I'd like to withdraw. I want this one. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to buy this money, please. <laughs> well, the uh, witness accounts are, are widely varied. <laughs> and you think, probably on your way out, you think it's, it's best probably to, like, take your mask off and not appear the same as you did out in the lobby. So we'll put a couple of folding things in. Yeah, shove that in the, in the bag, so I'm just the guy in a headless suit. There you go, yeah. And it's not a silver suit. Like, you, it, you know, it has the thing open, a little cooler that way. Well, it's not as cool as having a fan on you, but it doesn't look like the same costume. So I was, officer, I was stuck in the back. I was afraid to come out. I heard some shuffle back there. <laughs> So they take you. The money. I think somebody got away with something. <laughs> All of a sudden, they're more interested in interviewing you. <laughs> but uh, banks are supposed to have more, aren't they? <laughs> it's a bank. Here goes Jason twisting my plot again. <laughs> <laughs> but in all the movies, they have a stack super high. Okay, the more you talk, the less interesting. <laughs> <laughs> now you catch me, or now. You, uh, Catch me if you can. Yeah, yes. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't see that one. That's, That's a good one. It's Tom Hanks. The, no, 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 there's the, the, um, the Four Horsemen uh, Magic one. Yeah, the Magic one. Oh, uh, yeah. What was it? Now you see me? Now you see me. Oh, that, the, the, the disappearing the pallets of money. Yes, yes, I did see that. I that one was that. really good. Yeah. Okay, so it's, you know, that was your day. Kind of, you didn't get to do everything you want, but you did make it back to the hotel in time to see... Uh, Carter Phillips, the original voice of Rockabout Sprock, finishing up. There's still an autograph line. You can get in and have autograph your your helmet or something. He's very impressed with your costume. Um, you are less impressed with how he's aged over the last four <laughs> decades. One of those. God, I wish I could do something different, but this is what I'm. Uh, this is my life now. Sort of voice actors. Right, right. This is. Uh, Adam West without the confidence. <laughs> <laughs> so you do give him a compliment. So the man looks like the, the battle markings really make the costume. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just draw oh, from a man, your ray gun is super effective. The scorches from the rockets and stuff on your gear. Like, and wow, that looks like a real, well, it's a bullet hole, but the rocket bot spot never deal. Maybe it's a laser <laughs> hole. Yeah, yeah, and you look at it and go, I got shot. And you pass out. It's like this much, like a, like a full, like, Four or five inches between the right, but the bullet came near you. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> but you just still stand up. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I've got that so emergency long. support skeleton. <laughs> you so while wheel. you're unconscious, they cart you to the side and put some air on you, and you wake up and and they offer you a free night at the hotel and a pass for the next day, which you already have, but a pass to here rather than Comic Con. Oh, <laughs> All right, uh, that's that. I will be back for yours. I need a little break here. All right. Anybody want anything? Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. We'll get to the part where you guys get to play soon. Yeah. You guys get to, they say die? Die <laughs> soon? That game's ended fast. Time for a new character. 
if Timmy dies, I think I'm going uh, Uber Emo uh, Death Mage. <laughs> he, he is the gothiest of the goths. I just really, for some odd reason, I wanted to be a like necromancer, but be so like far off what your common necromancer would be that it's just hilarious. Like, you expect the goth guy to be the necromancer. Mm -hmm. No. That guy over there. Uh, have you ever read the webcomic Dominic De uh, Deegan, Oracle for Hire? Mm -hmm. uh, it's finished its run now, but, uh, you know, fantasy setting, uh, there's white magic and there's necromancy. At, towards, like, towards the very end of the run, uh, the main guy who is an oracle who sees the future is basically on an airship going somewhere, having a deep, in-depth conversation with this, this you know, happy-go-lucky, chubby, fat guy about... You know, the nature of necromancy and, and, and death magic. And he's like, yeah, you know, all, all those uh, evil guys like your brother just have it wrong. Necromancy isn't all about the, the death. It's about life, living, you know, and enjoying stuff and, you know, showing a complete positive spin on it all. And it turns out he's the original necromancer wearing a, a flesh suit. <laughs> just just trying to give give the guy a, a better spin for metaplot reasons. But talking about how, you know, necromancy isn't evil. It's just all the guys you know who use it are assholes. <laughs> Makes sense. So there was one one character they tossed into the Diablo game that is the same way. And it's, like, apparently there was, in the Diablo 2, they had a necromancer who ran around, and he's he behaves like a druid, mm -hmm. in the sense that he's trying to protect nature, and he's like, there's a balance between life and death, and it's, like, highly imbalanced right now, so I'm trying to bring it back. And it's like, you're a very odd necromancer, but I will do what you say. <laughs> Go go smash those guys for me. <laughs> so I have a couple questions, Todd. Yes, sir. Um, magical prohibition. Uh -huh. Magical prohibition or, or imperative. <laughs> oh, so like any time you... Oh, okay. I, I thought you meant, you're not allowed to use magic now. <laughs> uh, so he touches a beer and it disappears. Where do you go? Basically, not consuming any animals. For animals. It's a vegan, basically. Okay. Is that... I'd really rather you didn't bring that craziness into the game. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just now you have to. <laughs> no, that's what... Okay, so that's your character's philosophy, so what's the, the flaw do? Or the... Well, if you, it's a... It's kind of like an ancient curse. Um, uh, but... The Verbana and Dream Speakers actually uh, embrace it. Or you, to them, it's a mark of great status because uh, unimportant people don't have family curses and geeses, basically. Okay. <laughs> what, what's the gameplay ramifications, though? If you eat, you can't cast? Is that. Uh, no, it depends. It, it depends on the severity. So um, it could be anything. Um, from, you know, you die. <laughs> oh, well, that's... Okay. Or um, your, your next major spell fails. Or you can't cast magic into a tone, or, you know. Uh, that sounds hilarious, yet then we'll have villains trying to take you out to dinner. <laughs> Please, come to dinner at my favorite restaurant. You don't have to worry about roofies. You don't have to worry about... Uh, <laughs> bullion cubes. <laughs> Well, if it's accidental, there can be ways that, like, you may be able to atone, but if you do it on purpose, then it's... If you want to take it. I didn't know if it was something you'd think. It sounds like it fits your character. Yeah, I, I mean, it sounds... You could take it without the merits. 
points if you want. I mean, just as a voluntary thing and have That's no repercussions. Yeah, that might be good. Okay. And for enemy, uh, I mean, you can always inflict your own. Oh, I'm such a bad person. <laughs> yeah. I just don't feel like casting now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm not worthy. I'm yeah. not worthy. You don't want to get healed by me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you need to say, I'll just screw it up. Uh, <laughs> I'm a fan. I don't, I don't want my, my tainted spirit to, to go into you. <laughs> you have to die because I'm bad. <laughs> I was thinking that shop or whoever runs that shop or something tied to that shop that's like just selling oh, evil, the, the, the tainted stuff evil yeah evil aura items and stuff could be a could be a good enemy uh, <laughs> put that on the back burner for now <laughs> okay uh, another enemy might be like I don't know like a family or high school rival or something like that that's like your, a, your ex-girlfriend at one point well, man, I'm totally poly. I, I, you know, polyamorous. <laughs> <laughs> polyamorous. Uh, poly oh, oh, okay, yeah. Well, well no, no, I mean, did, did I we mean, ever stuck with with just one? We're not meant to. <laughs> did we ever figure out what happened to Mom of Kid, or is that he thinks he knows? Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, that that would be a great like you like ten years down the road, Mom is now the arch enemy. He remembers this hippie chick <laughs> called Willow, and he's pretty sure that that was her. Hey, all I know is, you know... She put little hearts above her eyes, too, and that's what the note had. Yeah, so. Amber was just left at my doorstep. <laughs> also, for some odd reason, I had a point in meditation. So, I put that there because you need... You don't need meditation, but you roll in your meditation pool to regain quintessence. I thought that was your... Well, your avatar of, is your max amount you can get. Oh, Okay. So you need a point in meditation. When you're sitting there in a node and you're trying to get contestants, you meditate in the node. Okay, never and mind. Your successes count how many you get back. Never mind. You can only get one, I think. Yeah. No time. All you needed was one point in that. Okay, never mind. Okay. That, that answers my question. Because I was going to say, since um, both of them mentioned that we have nobody with drive, I have a butler who can drive, yes, but... I have drive. I should... Oh. Yeah. I mean, you can still take it. Well, no, no, no. I, the, the the one stray point in meditation, I'm like, I don't remember that being there. I'll move that to drive. You don't need that point in meditation. Because whenever you roll, you roll a basic attribute, like your strength and stuff like that, plus a skill. Okay. So it would be a combined pool. That just adds one to your pool. I don't I forget what it is on that. So you don't need meditation. I just thought it would help. Well, there'd be some penalty for, for not having a skill, but with only one point at a time. Yeah. Oh. I was wondering where you're sure you that. Okay, that, that was just one I wanted to know. So I, like, I don't remember this thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what the penalty for not having it is, but with only one point max anyway, you'd probably find without. Yeah. Because yeah. you'd still be rolling your stat at a penalty. Alright, so I'm going to... I'm going to go ahead and take a two-point magical prohibition. Okay. And, uh, and that'll let me get Code of Honors. We'll let you get Code of Honor. Okay. Uh... That kind of fits the whole hippie thing. You roll stamina plus meditation for making up for lost sleep. Difficulty eight, though. It's pretty tough. Uh, you don't have to worry about that. Well, Gain insight in the puzzle. Intelligence plus meditation. Difficulty nine. 
I was going to say, if stamina is part of the pool, then I should have plenty of that, because I have four points in stamp, so. I guess it's combined with a bunch of things, but your main thing is, is regaining contestants. Okay. So I'll just leave that one point floating in meditation at the moment, since that's where you put it in it. That's one of my nine, right? There's probably no the quintessence stuff because personal yeah. quintessence can also be refreshed by meditating at a node. Uh, perception plus, plus uh, meditation roll difficulty seven. Okay, that's where you. So you can roll your perception flat out, you know, without the meditation if you don't have it. Okay, because I, I have perception and stam or whichever one it works off of. Because you said stam and meditation, and I'm like. If I don't have a point in meditation, I have four points in stamina, so. But. Yeah, in this version, it's right above Paradox. But then the formatting's slightly different. Mm. Yeah, it's in the quintessence chapter in this one. Yeah. It would be the second to last bullet point, I think. Under most circumstances, no. Let's see meditation. I'm just scanning it, but I don't see meditation anywhere. Uh, well, this is uh, uh, in, the, in the revised. All right. We get, anyway. So let's take it all. It doesn't. <laughs> all it is is one less die in your pool. You can still do it without. Uh, I'll I'll leave it there until something more character appropriate floats along. So you have you are vegan, and you must remain so, or you what? Uh, up to you. Well, what's how many points are you taking it? Just two. Just two. So. Uh, I say it would would raise your difficulty in casting. Uh, here's some. Um, So consequences are worth points. Well, automatically blocking the next major spell you do is worth one point. Having bound luck for the rest of your life is worth two. <laughs> Losing all your friends and worldly possessions is worth worth three. Dying is worth four. And being deserted by your avatar is worth five. Um, what did you take for your foci? I had a question about that as well. Can you have tattoos as a foci? I can never lose this until oh, you're going to lose those. <laughs> Unless somebody takes off my However, arm. you may not always be able to see them. You have to be able to see them? Well, they were well you have to be able to like touch or like interact with it. You said. Yeah, it's, well, it's your, it helps in your concentration. On oh, okay. Well, for two of them, I wanted to have like uh, like the tree of life on one hand and like for prime, like, uh, I don't know, like a sacred, sacred geometry type thing. Okay. Uh, you just can't have a tramp stamp because you didn't recast them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was just for two of them. For, uh, so, for, uh, and then uh, for spirit, it was like a... You don't have to have the same foci either. You can do a different one for each sphere. You don't have to. Or you can. <laughs> you can and be like words, the... It doesn't have to be tattoos for all of them. Oh, well, I know. Uh, okay. like, uh, I was going to have a crystal, just a necklace crystal. Okay. All right. You could, you could so be like the avatar, have an arrow, like... <laughs> the arrow on your head. Just so tattoo, tattoo, and crystal. 
part of your cosine. Yeah, or ring, I guess. It might be better. Okay. Um, do you want me to make them different? I'll do one. No, 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 no. Well, and, and the reason I asked about them, I thought maybe for two points you won't be able to use your foci. That's fine. Until you atone. Okay. Which means if it's a required thing, you won't be able to cast from that sphere. But if it's not required, that just means you can't lower your difficulty using it. I like that. That would be good. Um, <clears throat> actually, and you know atonement would be like complete fasting for a week or until you pass out or something. Yeah. Tell me, Dylan, pass out. Then somebody feed me. Or, you know, yeah, you gotta do the, the uh, volunteer at the animal shelter. Native you know. <laughs> <laughs> American Sweat Lodge until, uh, we, we, you know, if yeah. you're unlucky enough, you're with an untrained practitioner, you, you get all, you got a, the doctor's bills afterwards. Yep. <laughs> I can help you get the volunteer at the slaughterhouse. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be awful. <laughs> <laughs> Even for a non vegan <laughs> Somebody from one of the <laughs> oh, <a> slaughterhouse. <laughs> yeah, bring on the next one. <laughs> Have you ever thought about going completely meatless? Uh, <laughs> actually, for spirits, I was toying with glasses, uh, just because you know, like I, I <laughs> have a monocle you know, through my glasses type thing. But um, it just focuses, you know, like it lets me. Oh yeah, but then it's like, oops, somebody hit you in the back of your head. Your glasses. Yep, that's the ghost. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be holding that anymore. Don't <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, see me. Thirteen Ghosts with Tony Shalhoub. I never saw that one. Yeah, never have uh, And also the the guy that like I like because uh, they're in the crazy uh, uh, glass walled uh, house full of thirteen ghosts or mm -hmm. twelve ghosts, whatever. They have special little uh, sea ghost glasses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that the people, so you, know, you, the viewer, can see the ghost, and so the guys who aren't psychic can see the ghost, and there's the, yeah, kids like, yeah, you don't want to see this. <laughs> yeah, they're like, some, I don't know. I, I think of a focus as something less common. Something that, because, I mean, I don't normally wear glasses in the last few years, mm -hmm. and these are just, I forget where I leave them, and they don't mean anything to me. Uh, I don't see them as a, that helps me concentrate on anything other than being able to read words. I don't know. If you can come up with a, a role play reason, like a, a, a work it around it no. in your mind as this is why this is my focus. All right, well, definitely for life, I think I will do the uh, Tree of Life tattoo on my hand. Uh, it always seems to be a little bit different. The branches are different every time you look at it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like growing part of your veins. All the, the, the branches kind of interweave, and it's whatever one is standing out on top is the one you're concentrating on. Right. <laughs> uh, you, should, you should read a little bit of, of Pact. Uh, it's a web serial. That character has some uh, tattoos he got of branches. Like they're, they, they're done like watercolors, uh, uh, tree branches with some birds on them. Uh -huh. But because of the writer, his life goes to shit, and so they've become the barometer of how well he's doing. To the point where he's they've you know they've grown uh, all over him. They look like haunted tree branches, and he's partially turning into wood in certain places. <laughs> <laughs> but then they originally just a a, a 
you know, lower sleeve sort of watercolor-esque. I, I, I am no longer homeless guy living in the gutter. So this is my declaration of being independent uh-huh. person again. And now it's, it, as he goes further and further in the shit, it grows more and more creepy and more and more <laughs> over his body. He's got the, uh-huh. the things going on. Have you seen Dominion on Sci-Fi? The the angels come down mm-hmm. and, and that sure looked awesome. awesome. It it was okay, but it was based on a movie that was crap, and it seems to be going that direction. I only watched. Mm-hmm. Three wasn't wasn't it supposed to be a spinoff of like Firefly? <laughs> like was that supposed to be that same universe or something like that? Not as far as I, I don't think it has anything to do. I don't, it has nothing to do with the author. Uh-huh. It's from Demi- uh, Legion was the name of the movie, mm-hmm. which was awesome. I remember it was that a movie. neat premise. Uh, but the idea is that the, the the savior of the human race, living among these angels that can't be trusted, has been tattooed with the words of God. Hmm. So every once in a while he'll look and it says, "Don't trust this angel." Yeah. You know? <laughs> but nobody else can read them or see what's going on. Hmm. Yeah, I did one tattoo. Okay. And then uh, crystal necklace for spirit, and I guess prime. Oh, the ring with like. With an emerald. Sacred geometry etched on okay. the side. Uh, a secret decoder being. <laughs> I, I hope Jason's character runs around with like 20 sided dice and stuff, and then my character will like just be like, let me borrow that. Daddy, Daddy, Twenty again. Yeah, yeah, but but then Jason's character would get mad at him as he rolls like a one, a three, and be like, "How do you do that? <laughs> Using magic on D and D is cheating. <laughs> Only your character's supposed to be able to use magic." No, no we as awakened people, we know each other is magical, right? Uh well, no, I think Jason's the only one who's awake right now. Or no. I, no, you were. I, yeah, I, I had mine. Oh, and you, uh, that night in your hotel room, as you're unpacking things, you pick up your your gun and, like, this, is, this just makes me feel more powerful. I hate to be one of those gun people, but this is cool. <laughs> I got to take it apart and understand what happened. But you're afraid to also. Because don't break it. maybe it was an accident. And you won't yeah, do I don't want to let out the magic. <laughs> <laughs> so, so five years from now, it'll still have that little orange tag. Not dangerous. <laughs> Not dangerous. I don't want to mess with the mojo. <laughs> Something about this made it real. <laughs> Can't change anything. It just, well, it's perfect because otherwise, if he's going to be running around and with the red gun, <laughs> he, he's got an orange tag. It's good. I didn't blow anything up. Is, that, is, your, is your starting contestants the same as your arate? It's the same as your avatar. Uh, cool. Alrighty. Um, you had this break. Had this stuff. This mold. This something. Something of uncleanliness by the entrance of of Dalai Rama. Is that it? I think it was Dalai Rama, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, that that, that, that no. should be your ray gun right there. Yeah. <laughs> I think there might be another dial on it to, you know, change. I, I, I pictured yeah. the Jetsons one. <laughs> okay, so uh, you did your special cleansing and mixed things, and you just, you just knew you were doing the right thing. But then... Something didn't look right, right with the wall there, and you'd, you'd gotten these little black things that you washed off and scooped them all in a thing and dumped them 
in the and the neighbor's. umbrella in the the neighbor's trash can. Closed it up, and it still didn't look right. So you wanted to do two, reconstruction. Went to the college, got yourself an intern. While you were there, you saw the thing about classes. Brought the intern back to to finally do the job, and get set up. And you got all the material and equipment, and he's ready to break the wall down. And he says, "I'll do anything you want, but is there something wrong here?" He said, "Well, look at it. It's, it's all, it's all ruined. It's off. It's, he says it looks perfectly fine to me. I don't, I don't see what you're talking about." And so you kind of get down on your hands and knees, and you're pointing out flaws and water damage and stuff. <laughs> I don't see it, but, you know, you tell me where to cut, we'll, we'll replace it. Okay. Here. Catch some chalk. All right. <laughs> so he he takes off a big chunk behind He's got to move the shelves out of the way and, and everything. He does it, and he replaces and sets up the drywall. He's just, okay, that's got to sit for a while and... and uh, all right, I inspect it. And then Just you can paint it tomorrow. That's fine. So he goes home. Okay. Now you get down and inspect it, and you're kind of on your hands and knees underneath one of the shelves up above, and you're looking. It looks like a great job. Everything's fine. Everything is nice and shiny and white. Well, off white with <laughs> sheet rock, and 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 in the in your ear, you hear. <laughs> Turn around. Nothing. Nothing going on. And. Ember? <laughs> <laughs> She's upstairs playing in the garden, as far as you know. <laughs> really should check on it. <laughs> okay, so you go up to check, and and she's there, you know. She's got mud up to her knees, and she's got a bucket of water, and she's slopping around. They like this, Daddy. You look like you're having fun. <laughs> it's not for me. It's for the flowers. See how happy they are? I do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and for just a moment, it seems like the flowers are kind of swaying <laughs> in the breeze. <laughs> but they're all swaying different directions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when did that one go? <laughs> when did that one go? Which, which Disney princess is this? <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a flowering plant. <laughs> it's like a cactus. <laughs> chair. <laughs> it was made out of cheek, but it was a chair. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, you know, in the time that it took you to look at the flower, she's got a wreath of flowers in her hair that who knows where they came from. <laughs> Kids are amazing. She's she's fine. Kids are amazing. Yeah. You go back down, Daddy. You've got some work to do. <laughs> You're amazing. So you figure you pull the uh, the well, you get to repaint it, so you're not going to pull the shelves back in place. Maybe you'll just reorganize the books and have them ready to put it on the shelves when you get. And you get back down, and just every once in a while, a, can't figure out where it is. But it it's leaving you a little uneasy, <laughs> and you wonder if you know when you had the door open, yeah, yeah. if a bird got in. <laughs> yeah, something doesn't smell dead at all. It smells. Earthy, but that's probably because she's playing in the mud upstairs. <laughs> I go back. Amber, did you did you bring an animal in? Did you rescue another animal? <laughs> no. Oh, there's something, <laughs> there's something downstairs. No. <laughs> well, I mean downstairs. <laughs> no, no, I, re I, I, oh no, I can't say no. 
down there. Okay. Uh, I keep hearing this. But don't look over there. <laughs> don't let it get in my surfboard. Uh, and you hear what you think is probably a coyote. Uh, just kind of growling over the corner. Okay. Whatever it is, can't feed it any meat. Remember, no meat in the building. Okay. Uh, on the building doesn't count as in the building. <laughs> Nope, and he won't kill any either because I already introduced him to everybody else. <laughs> and they're all friends, and everybody's happy, and nobody's, nobody is going to kill anybody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so she goes back to her kingdom. <laughs> and a small zoo. Her flower legs are growing. <laughs> <laughs> Roots hanging down here. <laughs> <laughs> Ember, I told you, if I'm going to wash your clothes, you can't have things growing on them. <laughs> it, it clogs the machine. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't use a machine, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Machines are, are, are meat for plants. <laughs> you don't use machines around them. It's not nice. <laughs> Okay, so every time you go down to the shop, it's just you still have this unease and, like, there's something right behind you or something. You think maybe tonight you'll sleep down here. Just. Why? <laughs> <laughs> this is unnerving. I'm going to sleep here. Catch something or, or what's going on. It's just. It's not that you're unsafe. You don't feel unsafe. You just don't feel like something's not right and you got to set it right. You haven't gotten there. I saw aliens. <laughs> you feel bad for them. They're <laughs> treated by those horrible uh, corporate thugs. Yep. Right. There was, there was a uh, mother <laughs> just <laughs> trying to lay in her brood. Just yeah. a creature living in its natural habitat, doing its thing. Yeah, right all of a sudden, live. humans came in and interrupted everything. Uh-huh. Destroying yeah. the natural balance. Yeah, taking a, a completely different message from the movie. Yep. <laughs> See, corporations are evil. <laughs> It's those predators. They're evil hunters. <laughs> they do it for sport. Right. <laughs> okay, so you're going to sleep down here and keep an eye open. See what's going on. See what's going on. And eventually, you just fall asleep. But it's it's a very fitful sleep. Well, you know, since I'm going to be down here, I might as well set up a, a little ritual, ritual to cleanse, you know, put crystal and candle in each corner. And, okay. You know, Okay. Meditate in the, on the middle of the floor on my, my okay, uh, so you get a bamboo yoga mat. Four corners, <laughs> rectangle around you on the mat in the middle of the floor, and you're sleeping so that when you're turned on your side, you're looking right at, not the entrance, not the door, it's just the side of the door of the entrance. Where the reconstruction Yeah, yeah. So you fall asleep, and it's you're just having weird dreams, dreams just of... Uh, Shadows moving when they're not supposed to, and, and and balance is shifting, and you can't get your footing, and you're you're lost and disoriented, and there's pressure on you, and there's always something standing behind you, just waiting for you to let your guard down. It's just these dreams can't be; they're not really solid enough that you can say this happened. But that's the feeling you get when you wake every 15 minutes in a sweat. That is uh, <laughs> all night long. It's it's uh, summer night and it's hot in here, but you don't want to open the windows or anything 
You don't want to open the door. It's just awful. I don't think I've ever had a nice night of sleep like this. <laughs> no, you're usually pretty... Definitely going to have to consult the books about this. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm using the wrong crystal. <laughs> <laughs> well, at some point you get up to go to the bathroom, maybe just wander pace a little bit and try and find somewhere to, to settle down and before you go back to sleep. Come back in and you get on your mat and you just out of habit check your four corners and the crystals aren't there. They're all in a cluster over by the entrance. As if they've just kind of been drawn there. As a matter of fact, some of the incense dust that you had set out has a streak right through it as the crystal moved through it. Oh, Ember must have been playing around again. <laughs> Probably, yeah. All right. I'm going to get, you know what, I'm going to call out the big guns. I'm going to go get the, what the hell? <laughs> I'm going to get the, the uh, Terminator. you call it, the uh, Nepalese water gong. They're both, you know, the timing bowls. Oh. Ah, there we go. That'll, that'll get rid of any, <laughs> any spirit. <laughs> It'll make the whole neighborhood ring. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get all three of them out. <laughs> okay, so about three in the morning, you start ringing. Every time I hear that sound, because you're walking around naked probably and there's no shade on the windows and <laughs> you know it's just, it's right on the 101 so <laughs> <laughs> so you put the crystals back and let's check to make sure that I did this right I will turn on the light see what's going on All right click on the light and there's a black patch over there over on the by the entrance just this kind of weird shape, black. You notice out of the corner of the eye when you you look directly at it, it's changing shape. Oh, it's okay. moving around, <laughs> and the closer you look, bits and pieces are moving, going. What does that? What does that intern do? <laughs> <laughs> you don't feel threatened. It's it's a little creepy, but you don't feel threatened, so you keep getting closer and focusing on it, and it looks something like moths that are all clustered in the same place. Some are just vaguely flapping their wings. Others are... But every time you look at one, it gets blurrier than if you're not looking at it. Totally. I know I'm totally having a dream now. Roll perception... Something. Awareness. Yes, awareness is the creepy stuff. Yes. Awareness? So you would take the number you have in perception, how many dots you have in perception. Okay. Take the number of dots you have in awareness under talents. Yep. Combine them together. That's how many dice you roll. And if I don't say a difficulty, you're rolling difficulty six. Okay. 
So six or above is the success. This is how we do this game. All right, ten-sided only, right? Yep. Oh, okay. I'm like on a twenty-sided. Six sounds too easy. <laughs> it's all ten-sided dice. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, you need like ten of them. Right? Yeah, if, if you're, yeah, maybe if you're rolling the thing, you're the bent set in both sections. Yeah, Usually you only got four or five in a pool. Right. But max ten. Yeah, my best pools are sevens. Why couldn't it be D12s? I have plenty of them. Yeah, I only have, I only have one, four, one four set and a bunch of threes. What am I doing? Six or better. How many sixes do you, how many do you have above six and how many ones do you have? I have two sixes and one one. So three twos. Okay, so two sixes sixes are successes. Okay. And you have one one. So every one cancels out a success. Ah, okay. So you have one success. Now if you had more ones than you had successes, that's a botch. That's very bad. Okay. Okay, so you got one success. Uh this usually a three successes is a perfect success. You get everything that you need. If you get four, you get extra. If you get two, it's a partial. If you get one, it's 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 a success, but it's you know just a little. So while you're looking at this, you notice over to the side on the door, and at the window of the door, there's one of these moths outside. It lands on the glass on the outside and goes, and then comes flying in the room, and goes and lands with its bites. The more you look, the more moths are coming in from the outside. The fact is getting bigger. Is there glass there? There is glass there, and you can touch it. Wait, One of the moths flies right at your hand, and you just uh -huh. not really sure you want to touch it. Oh, this is a really <laughs> freaky dream. So I'm gonna have to. I burned the wrong incense. <laughs> was that the weekend incense? <laughs> right. Uh, you go over and sniff the bowl you were ringing like, did I have something in here? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, man. I'm definitely going to have to write this in my dream journal. <laughs> I totally hope I remember this. This is so freaky. <laughs> okay, Whoa. so you decide, I don't want to sleep down here anymore. <laughs> Maybe Ember's afraid. I should go comfort her. Okay, upstairs. <laughs> I'm going to check on Ember. <laughs> of course, she's like balanced in a tree branch somewhere. Hey, Ember, Ember are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm dreaming now, but there's something really freaky going on downstairs. So, yeah. Just sleep with me, Daddy. Uh, I, I think there's a monster in you. Room. <laughs> you and know. you have no doubt. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. And you kind of settle down with that, and that's that's good, and you're just kind of drifting off to sleep, and you feel much more relaxed when the red and blue lights start flashing. Now you're sleeping on the roof now, so you see them coming. There's no there's no sirens or anything like that. It's the middle of the night, 4 a.m. or something like that. They all park out in front of the... In front of your place. I look over the roof edge. <laughs> okay, now the cafe is that place on 101 across the street from Swami's Beach where 
the railroad is here, the 101 is here, and they're narrowing down towards Cardiff. You are the last place that fits between the 101 and the railroad. Okay. Okay? The Swami's Cafe is mm -hmm. a little north of you. And Make sure you put on pants before answering the door. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm just sleeping with this little girl. <laughs> Sure, you you have your your silk with all the the. Oh no, silk is uh, silk comes from an animal. It's, it's a, a gift from the worms. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. Though. It's okay, Daddy. They made it for you. That's <laughs> uh, no, fine. Uh, it's, it's all it's all undyed natural. Yeah. Yes, right. All my clothes are hemp or cotton. <laughs> that's your second thought when you see the lights. Hemp. Um, do I need to hide anything? <laughs> <laughs> I don't keep anything down there. Uh, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I think whatever I had, I used. <laughs> I'm going to hide the pile of moss. I, I keep it up here, but the dogs never find anything. <laughs> <laughs> they always play with ember. They don't know <laughs> Okay, so you don't hear any knocking or something, but there's definitely a commotion going on in the entrance. Yeah, but... Uh, Man, the, the donut place is too good. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they here? So you go down, right. figure the best thing to do is turn the light on and bring them in. But you kind of, as you're walking over the entrance, you're kind of trying to look out of the corner of your eye without showing them. You're looking out of the corner of the eye. And it looks like just part of the wall is in shadow there. So you don't want to put too much right. emphasis on it. Uh, you open up the door, and they're not police officers. They're men in black suits. Just kind of standing around. None of them are looking in until you get close to the door. And one of them turns around, has his sunglasses on at night. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Just like that movie. <laughs> Men in Texas or something. <laughs> oh, there's that one guy, one white guy, one black guy. And he was an actor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Uh, <laughs> Your, your cultural repertoire is not really too deep. <laughs> I only went to the theater. You'll to learn, get high, man. <laughs> <laughs> Once we're friends, you'll learn. <laughs> it's great. You get a high, and then they have really good popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> and the bucket's big enough you can put your whole head in it. <laughs> That's, of course, a special vegan theater in Encinitas somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> chemical butter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no animals were harmed in making of this butter. This is not even butter. <laughs> it's all natural. All the chemicals came from nature. <laughs> so you open up the door. Uh, like, yeah, you open up the door. <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm like, uh, yeah, the donut shop's two doors down. <laughs> Are you the owner of this this establishment? Are you the proprietor? Um, Good. Step no. out here, please. I'm very interested in developing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know it's late, sir, but if you, as long as you cooperate, we can get this over very quickly. We've had a report of chemical emissions from this area, and we feel that you might be in some danger of exposure. I need you to step over to that temporary tent over there, and you see you've got, you've got the, the saran wrap tent all with the zippers and everything, and guys in suits inside. And... Just need a quick scan. We'll get your signature. We'll take care of everything. Thanks very much. You're not allowed to talk. You're just, <laughs> you just 
What? My daughter. Yeah. We'll take care of it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Step in here. Spray <laughs> you down. <laughs>
late August. Right. Say, or, no, I'd say it's early August. Yeah, this is, going in my dream journal. <laughs> this is not typical weather. This is angry nature going on. <laughs> uh, angry too. <laughs> at some point, you see some things that are a little disturbing. You can't... They're out of the corner of your eye, but it looks like the silhouettes behind the curtain are fighting, but not fighting each other. They're fighting larger shapes, things that are changing shapes or... Furry or tentacle or that are covering the between you and the side of the building. You still don't know if they've gotten in yet. Okay. But there, there's a lot of motion going on. There, you can see sprays coming up from the chemical hoses every once in a while. Um, every once in a while, you see a burst, and it goes, spreads out, and then swarms back together and goes down. Hmm. <clears throat> You're almost to the point of panic now. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, get your gong quickly. I need to get it to my daughter. <laughs> You're kind of saying that to yourself. And there's a couple guys and a couple girls standing around all in wetsuits. Surfer types. Surfer, yeah. yeah. Um, they, so what, what, what about your daughter? What's going on? I need to get to my daughter. She's on the roof. She, they won't, they won't, she's in there? Yeah, they won't let me in. I need to get in there. Damn. Authority figures. I know, man. I know, totally, right? <laughs> we'll take care of it. What's your daughter's name? Amber. We got it. All right. So she's like, you know, she's a blonde, little blonde thing. She's like, she just, we live on the roof, you know? It's like. <laughs> we'll take care of it, man. We've had some good panini in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And the one guy smiles at you. He's a little shorter than you, but he's like, ripped, you know, he's like pure corded muscle. He smiles and he's got a silver tooth right here instead of the canine. It's going to stand out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> they sneak under the wire and do their like commando rolls down <laughs> and nobody sees them. They go into the back where apparently there's no motion going on. Next you see their shapes showing up occasionally on the silhouette on the thing. And then their shapes disappear or change or there's just too much chaos going on. But now there's a hairy arm that comes up above the curtain every once in a while and comes down and you hear muffled yells and <laughs> what might be silenced gunfire, <laughs> breaking glass, and this howling wind that is only coming from the building, not from the storm around you. Well, that's really weird, man. <laughs> I should go check it out. <laughs> you notice there's more guys in suits going on, and they're and they're talking back and they're whispering back and forth, and they're a lot more agitated now. They're panicked. They're what's going on. One of them flies out over the curtain <laughs> and just lands limply. All right, bunch of guys go over, grab him, pick oh. up. You're going to do something. Well, okay, I was going to go help him, but if he's a uh... bunch of his compatriots go over and grab him, hustle him in the back of the van. The the curtain is shaking and everything is being packed up quickly. All the guys in suits pile into the vehicles and peel out of there, almost hitting every bystander in the road. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to run. Going for high score. <laughs> yeah. As you get closer to the building, your hair is standing up on the back of your neck because there's like an electrical pulse coming from nearby. It's like there was a lightning strike, but it's still just, it's in the air, electrifying the air. 
Okay. You just, without thinking of yourself, you tear aside the curtain to go in, and there's nobody there. There's lots of broken equipment and stuff there, but the building is intact. It's dripping a little with foamy stuff they sprayed on it. <clears throat> but the, there's no broken glass. Well, I could have sworn I heard There's <laughs> like a big, like your big bay window, yeah. you thought. But yeah, it, it's my, intact. My amethyst geode or something. <laughs> <laughs> but everything seems to be fine. You go over to open the door, and the wood of the door is stuck. It's all warped. You can see it in the wood grain. It's all bunched up against the the jam and will not open. Okay. Oh, uh, Amber, I would run the, upstairs. You can't get in. Oh, I can't? Oh. No. So go around to the back. You uh, know the back entrance goes straight to the the yeah. roof. That sticks a little bit, but on your second try, it opens very easily. It's a little okay. too dark to see whether it's warped. You run up. Amber's not there. But it's... Everything is almost like glowing a little bit. The stars are just shining perfectly on this spot. And the moonlight, and it's very peaceful here. It's, it's hardly any rain, just light misting. But you don't see Ember here. Okay, but I start calling her name, like, Ember, Ember. You, you feel her. You, you know she's here. She hides all the time. Maybe she was afraid. You kind of start moving in the direction you feel her. And there on a shelf is a little bonsai tree that wasn't there before, that doesn't make any sense. This is Ember. And she kind of sways a little bit when you pick her up. Yeah. But she's weak and can't do anything more, and this is it. Hello, tree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back to bed. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go back. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to lay down and sleep with the bonsai tree. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, In the little grassy part of the garden. <laughs> yeah. Pedro, you wake up. Surfers that never the came back The bonsai tree out. is there, and uh, everything else is the same. You look down, and there, or I'm sorry, when you wake up, you wake up to tapping. Okay. And it's coming from the front entrance. So you kind of look down over the edge of the roof, and there's an old woman with, you know, like a hippie dress on and the beads around her neck and, and barefoot. And she's kind of, she's not knocking on the door, but she's kind of pressing against the door and, and pushing against the glass and things. And occasionally her, her beads will rattle against the glass. Okay. I'll look. Well, what time? Uh, six. <laughs> it's, it's a little after dawn and, yeah. yeah. I look at my son, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I go get my hemp rope. <laughs> so leaving leaving the bonsai in a perfectly safe place yeah. and check the moisture. Fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everything's perfect for it. You go downstairs and going downstairs is like, how am I going to get the door open from the inside? It's, it's, I'll see if it's jammed. Maybe I can unstick it from the inside. Opens perfectly fine. Oh. And she's startled. Oh. Uh, oh. Um, are you open yet? Uh... What's the state of the place? <laughs> foam as everywhere. you left it, foam there's everywhere. foam on the outside, but nothing inside. They never got inside, oh. as far as you could tell. Oh, I thought they were. They go inside. Okay. All right. Um, uh, you may notice that uh, your rectangle, um, one of the little crystals was knocked over in a corner, and there's a burn mark under where it was. <laughs> but otherwise, it's exactly where you left it. 
no black. I don't see any black moth thingy. It looks a little gray there, but it might just be the morning light. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And we're open. <laughs> I'm open. Good, good. She kind of pushes you aside. She comes in and goes, hmm. She stands right where it is. Did there used to be shelves here? And she's kind of looking up and down. Yeah, yeah, I had to... I had uh there was like a you know there was a shelf right here, right? <laughs> yeah, there I had there was mold and stuff and you know, some bad right aura. Here? Yeah, and I had to yeah, I had to feels redo. good though. Oh good. I gotta paint it. Although I don't know what color yet. There was a shelf here where you had like um leave one take one stuff that's items. It, yeah, it's over there. Oh, okay. Hmm. You didn't find my umbrella, did you? It was really pretty. It wasn't expensive or anything, but it's sentimental value. It's oh, I'm sorry. Uh, that disappeared. <laughs> oh, I, um, I really need to have that back. Uh, you don't know who took it, do you? Uh, I don't think anyone took it. I, I was, uh, I was cleaning house, so to speak. Uh huh. And, uh, Clean house is a good house. Well, it was kind of, it, it kind of had a bad aura. It was kind of classy. No, 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 no. This, we're not talking about the same one. It was really pretty. It was made out of plastic and in all these colors. Same. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it was ugly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really clashing with some of the other things on the shelf. And no. Well, maybe you shouldn't have those other things on the shelf. I'm sorry. What were you saying? <laughs> Yeah, like I said, I was cleaning house, and, like, no one was taking it or anything, and, it, you know, it was just taking What did you do with it? She just a little nasty every once in a while. Oh, it's just right over. In fact, it's still in there. It's, like, right there. <laughs> so, over by yeah, right. the back you of the, the dumpster? Handle? Yeah, the handle's <gasps> right She runs over, she opens up the dumpster, and she pulls it out, and she's, she's checking it out. She opens it up, and... Two little moths go and go right in the entrance, slam into the the wall, and disappear. The wall glows for an instant, and then it's back to normal sheetrock. So, okay, I'm going to take this now. Uh, you have a... You be careful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you ever think about going back to school? <laughs> uh, yeah. You think about it. You're still young. <laughs> you got a lot to learn, son. And she kind of <laughs> wanders off up the street. <laughs> I've got a tree. <laughs> okay, so what was your focus for spirit? Spirit was the, the crystal necklace. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that, something about that just feels different. And when you get to that area, there's kind of a draw there. And you can... The wall feels almost as if it's flexible, as long as you're holding the crystal in one hand. And it's kind of like pushing on a drum. Hmm. But you don't want to break it open. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to turn the clothes sign. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need a day off. <laughs> Close till next semester. <laughs> That's it for that. I know, but I will... To make a mental note to try to find those surfers that helped me. Okay, the one thing entered the building and never came back out. Yep. It was uh, three guys and two girls. 
Um, one has a silver tooth. One has a silver tooth. Oh. The other guy is a real tall blonde guy. Uh, the other one was just a nondescript guy. The the one girl had a had an accent, like a southern accent, and the other one was just kind of goofy looking. <laughs> well, just so you know, I can give my thanks. You said they have four more bonsai trees. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think they'll be planted. So not, so. Okay, I, I didn't realize how late it was, and I kind of yeah. got carried away with it. No, we can really kind of get to playing next time. Yeah, so I think we, we got the, the intro stuff, and it sounds like probably next time is going to be... Well, next time i got to do Eric, too. But well, Apparently, I'm going back to school. If I don't kill him in the right one, I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to his, but... I'm sorry you have to wait for everybody else's, but I really want you guys to get a sense of That's the world. Right. No. It was fun. All right. We're all being encouraged back to school, strangely. Yeah, so next one we'll kind of start with your introduction to school, and by the time you guys start making decisions and having adventure stuff, um, I really wanted to wait until our, uh, Halloween for this one because it's got that kind of feel, but we'll, we'll get you in off the deep end really quick.